0: Everybody, welcome back to Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. Fan I
1: amp. am
0: Cam Porter. With Fan me amp. is my co-host Michael Zam. Zam Pino, Zam-a. and we're going to talk about wrestling.
1: We are. We're going to talk about wrestling. WrestleMania Two. Wrestle- to be specific. WrestleMania
0: Two specifically. Uh, Yeah, we're going over, we're starting back, going over all of the pay-per-views from the WWE and then eventually into WCW and all of that. But right now we're on WrestleMania 2. Who knows? There's (laughs) so many possibilities. Right now we're doing WrestleMania 2. Last week we did WrestleMania 1, so logically the next step is this WrestleMania 2? That's right. Uh this was a pretty big event at the time. It was held on April 7, 1986 at four different coliseums.
1: Oh, was it four? I said it three. It was
0: four. I th- yeah, New York, was... LA, Oh, no, you're right. It was three. That's my that was yeah. my bad. It was New three. New York, yeah. LA and Chicago. Yeah, and they filmed different matches at different ones and then just like intercut them each arena had different announcers they all had like a special celebrity yeah guest announcer which is weird because i felt like none of them had any idea well
1: at least two out of the three had two people and a guest yeah
0: vince only had vince his had, guest yeah which and was
1: she was awful susan st james yeah i, was, I gonna was gonna say we'll go into who each one was yeah but he introduces her vince first off vince has got a very fancy ass oh, tux on yeah it's got like, it is nice. all sorts it of is, intricacies it it in it is nice yeah super nice <laughs> um and uh, he introduces her as the number one actress in the world, Yes, Susan St. James. And I,
0: I, look, I'm not saying, I, I wasn't even born yet, so I can't say definitively whether she was the number one actress in the world, but I've never fucking heard of her before.
1: I mean, let's just give her the benefit of the doubt and say that the last movie she did before WrestleMania Two was the biggest at the box office that year. Okay. Uh. Yeah definitely did not stay a name no not at all <laughs> uh neither did uh second actress but third one uh definitely uh, was m- more well known we'll get there yeah we'll
0: get there, we'll there cuz i got uh, that was a that was exciting
1: <laughs> i feel like that's going to be 30 minutes as us yeah, talking e- about her easily it's going to be its own episode <laughs> so uh the intro music sounded like fucking donahue or it something it it
0: was nice like daytime smooth yeah, jazz yeah it was like
1: Welcome to Good Morning America <laughs> yeah, this, or you know, Good Morning Wrestling. Yeah,
0: this was not the proper music to get you psyched up for no. half-naked men punching each other. This was the opposite direction you want to go for that. Yeah, but like I don't know, it fit kind of.
1: I man, it didn't for me. I because I, I was thought... like, whoa, I don't like this at all. <laughs> Was like, it was a very Because it made me feel like the event was happening in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like right? I was like it's noon, welcome to WrestleMania. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, it starts up, the very first venue is uh in Uniondale, New York.
1: We got to step up for the anthem this year.
0: Yeah, which was great, fucking Ray
1: Charles. That Literally, what I wrote down was "fucking Ray Charles, Fuckin', man." That's
0: exactly what I wrote. Fuck Fuckin yeah, Ray, Ray Charles. Charles, man. It was fucking awesome, and they played this like
1: sound guy fucked him over a bit,
0: a little bit, yeah. But they played this like really like nice video package behind yeah. him as he's singing. It's got like all, you know, America and soldiers and all this stuff, and then it was <laughs> it's really capped great off with until the very end with fucking
1: Hulk Hogan, just Hulkster just superimposed Hulkster, like, over him. That American is the and that
0: is the epitome of America. Is, is this, Hulk Hogan.
1: Is this fucking guy from Florida with hot dog skin <laughs> <laughs> or he's from California, didn't he? He's well, from yeah. yeah. Whatever. Vin-
0: that's where is he's built from. I think yeah. he legit is I think from, from,
1: from now on we should refer to him as Hulk Hot Dog Skin Hogan <laughs> or Hot Dog Hogan. Hot that's Dog Hogan. <laughs> hot Dog Hogan. Good old hot Dog his. Hogan. Uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, my skin looks like a uh, a fucking hot dog that got thrown in the microwave for 2 minutes.
0: <laughs> and he's got like mold growing on the top. That's a fucking shower curtain. <laughs> yeah fucking hair oh hot dog hogan
1: hot dog Hogan's oh. looked 47 since he was 20 <laughs>
0: yes
1: poor guy fucking
0: hulk hogan yeah i was really into the ray charles like i'm like oh, oh it yeah, was this so good hulk. he's wearing this awesome like sequin suit and he's fucking singing his heart out. it's his
1: classic version of america the beautiful the yeah. one that most people remember from the sandlot yeah. The, yeah the epic scene in the sandlot the fourth of july scene where they're all playing under the uh, fireworks, and Benny's the only one that's not distracted by the fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Because he's all about baseball. Great fucking scene. All about baseball.
0: Fu- funny thing about Sandlot, uh, there's a character in that movie, the fat, red-headed kid.
1: Hamilton Porter?
0: Hamilton. His name is Hamilton Ham Porter. Yeah. And I've seen that movie since I was a kid. I've watched it my entire life. I didn't realize until, like, two years ago, like, holy shit, his name is Ham Porter, my name is Cam Porter. Yeah, one
1: letter away. We're
0: both fat, red-headed little kids, <laughs> like... <laughs> that that's just fucking me and then in the movie too he grows up to be a professional wrestler
1: oh yeah they that's say that right at the end. he
0: becomes a wrestler named the great hambino
1: the great hambino so
0: literally that character is just me
1: i just realized i don't know why i haven't been going by the great zampino this Dude, whole time yes
0: <laughs> yes oh boy the great zampino <laughs> but that sounds too much like a ma- magician
1: that's true that's true it really does, which
0: I mean that would still kind of fit your. The aesthetic. great and wonderful Zampino <laughs> that'll make everything disappear.
1: <laughs> oh man! So
0: okay, so yeah, wanna, let's get into it immediately after Ray Charles' awesome "Up Until Hulk Hogan" intro. <laughs> they cut to a promo with Rowdy Roddy Piper and Cowboy Bob Orton behind him, and Piper. It's Randy's a good. Dad. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great promo, but there's one at one point he says smoking Joe Frazier's name, and he says it in the <laughs> weirdest way. I'm gonna play it real quick. We're gonna all right, here
2: we to go. It.
3: Prospect Don, he's trained diligently. He's in real good shape. Heavyweights, one punch and it's all over. Tonight he's in shape and he's gonna do his job. Right, Roddy? <laughs> I'm cute. i better, I grew my <laughs> hair long. That way, during the fight tonight, you can tell the difference between me and T. I figured some of you folks out there may get a little confused. I have got the absolute best coach in the entire world to train me. I've been down with Biggs training, with Spinks training. He went and got Smoke and Joel Fraser.
1: Oh, he's talking about T went to get Smoke and Joel Joel Fraser. (laughs) like he
0: was all it's of so a sudden from, from exactly the, he just goes the, into like full Wisconsin for some yeah, reason yeah. he's Smoking from, Joel the, he's Don't you from know. the middle of the woods in Wisconsin <laughs> yes. all of a sudden oh man I I had to watch that like four or five times because he just says it
1: um, so fucking weird my favorite part is let it keep going and yeah. let's get to the part where he says what he'll do if he loses yes. yes.
3: me? he threw a medicine ball at my belly <laughs> I didn't move an inch. I'm down to 219 pounds in 30 minutes. You see, talk's cheap. So you say, Roddy, while you're sitting there talking, I say this to you. I say, if Mr. T can knock me out in this fight right here, I would not only quit professional boxing, I would quit and retire professional wrestling, I would quit tiddlywinks, I would quit dating girls. I would quit tiddlywinks,
1: I would quit tiddlywinks, and I would quit dating girls. If
0: Mr. T beats me at boxing, I will become gay.
1: Well, he says, first he says, I'll quit boxing, I'll quit wrestling, I'll quit outdated child games. yes. And, and then I will, I will quit, quit dating women. I will
0: quit my heterosexual lifestyle. <laughs> and I will—I don't know if that means—I don't know if he's saying specifically if I lose, I will date a man, or he's just going to stop dating yeah. women.
1: I don't know. But let it go again, and then we get to it what I'd like really to call a new segment: <laughs> uh, Roddy gets racist.
2: Yes. If he can knock me out, I retire, and I'm going to stick my
3: head out there round after round after round and put it out there because as pretty as it is, he's going to shoot some punches. I'm going to be moving like that, just like Coach taught me. You're going to shoot some more, I'm going to be moving like that. And another thing, you know, Mr. T, I know you're a smart aleck, you come out with the kilt, but let me tell you something, never comes. will I shave my hair like an Indian and paint myself black. To
1: who? Ladies and gentlemen, just Okay, why? so he's, he's saying that because Mr. T put on a kilt to mock him, right. that he, the equivalent to that would be shaving his head into a mohawk, and which he says, like an Indian. Like an Indian. And then says, "And paint, paint myself black. black." Foreshadowing, like, folks. yeah, well, yeah,
0: well, <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that next time <laughs>
1: on WrestleMania uh, three.
0: Yeah, but like Mr. T, like he wore the kilt, but he didn't paint himself white. Yeah, he
1: didn't go white face for <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Why are you and walk take in and it go, black "Hey, everybody, Mr. I'm Rowdy Roddy Piper." <laughs> <laughs>
2: This
0: is like a really bad comedy bit. Like, black wrestlers be like...
2: (laughs) And then white wrestlers be like... Smoke and Joel Frazier. Smoke and Joel
0: Frazier. Uh, That was a very uncomfortable promo. (laughs) I'll quit tiddlywigs. I'll quit dating girls. I'll quit dating girls. Why? Why? I've never... Like, I haven't gotten in a lot of fights in
1: my life. I've never been punched in the face so hard that I wanted to fuck yeah, a dude. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I've never had my heterosexuality beaten out of me.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. That is sounds like, like an <laughs> Alex Jones conspiracy. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: it's like wrestling. He beat him gay. Is wrestling like a weird opposite, like, gay conversion therapy? <laughs> like, instead of shocking the gay out of you, they beat the gay into you. They beat the you. gay into you. Yeah. Although oh no, man, that that can just, be taken that's just either way. That's just
1: prison. He really beat the gay into him. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the first match, we ladies haven't. and gentlemen. No,
0: this is so good. Uh,
1: so, match number one on the
0: card is.
1: Uh, uh, oh, uh, I also wrote down uh, what's one of the main events at WrestleMania Two? You ask boxing. Boxing. Yeah, which goes on way too fucking long. We'll get there. It's we'll only there. two and a half rounds, but it's way too long. Yeah.
0: Uh, so the first match is Don Morocco, the fabulous Don Morocco, with Mister Fuji as his manager, uh-huh.
1: versus Paul Orndorff, Mister Wonderful, Mister Wonderful, goes, Paul Orndorff. Goes from uh, main event in WrestleMania One to, to opener in yeah, WrestleMania Two. Curtain
0: jerking for WrestleMania Two. <laughs> is that uh, what they call it? Oh yeah, when you're the very first match on oh. the card, you're a curtain jerker.
1: That's yeah. my new favorite thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it sounds a lot
1: dirtier than <laughs> yeah, it's it supposed does. to, but yeah. Oh, I love it though.
0: Yeah. So that uh, that match, um, not. I mean, it was.
1: <laughs> I wrote down about Don Morocco. Why are all the Italian wrestlers so Italian? Yeah, right. <laughs> and they always have the worst gimmicks. Well,
0: that's because Vince has such a fucking hard on for like any type of foreign character. Right.
1: Usually the foreign heel. He started yeah.
0: like in the '80s with Russia, and he just never stopped. Yeah, all the
1: Italian guys—they're always heels. Oh yeah, always. Yeah. You,
0: the only you can't be foreign unless you're Canadian and be a face. That's it.
1: I don't know. You think it's like an Irish-hates-Italian thing? I don't know. Or Mick Man, is that Scottish or Irish?
0: I want want to say that's probably Scottish.
1: Yeah, Mick is Scottish, right? Well, Mick
0: is usually...
1: (laughs) It's both. It goes
0: both. Mick is usually usually Irish, but I feel like I read somewhere that he was Scottish. I don't really give a shit. Somewhere
1: deep down, Vince really doesn't like Italian people.
0: He doesn't. He doesn't (laughs) like Italians. He doesn't like Russians. No. He really
1: doesn't like women. No, he hates Uh, women. He hates women. Fucking hates women. Oh, uh, wait till we get to Monday Night Raw, everybody. Oh and we, just when we talk about the ring girls in, in the beginning of Monday uh, Night Raw is the epitome of yeah. where uh, fucking misogyny was yeah, on primetime television. Bad. So this match
0: ends with a double count out. Yeah. And I don't know definitively, but I feel like this might be the very first instance of a televised bullshit chant.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, that was great. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, the
0: match ends, the double count out, and the crowd is loses It's just it. going, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah.
1: And Vince is like, the crowd voicing their disapproval.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, no, way uh like, another to cover thing it. to do. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. I, I also wrote down uh, lights, guys, lights, uh, <laughs> lights, because yeah. they go outside of the ring, and uh, you almost can't see them anymore yeah. because it's so poorly lit. You have no lit. idea what's
0: happening. In the ring back then, nowadays, they oh, have yeah. it. Like, it's it's everything around the ring is pretty clear. There's some, like, personnel and some wires it's and specifically stuff. specifically
1: measured off. Right. Th- they have an exact amount of space between the yeah. ring and the barrier. Yeah,
0: but back then, back then. Oh, it was the, just there's whatever. There's chaos. There's everybody cables inside. Cables all over the tables place. Tables right next to it. Tables like, and cables. Tables and <laughs> cables. Literally, like, a hundred, like, cameramen and, oh, like, Oh, yeah, just, just fucking people just everywhere. everybody. And it's, yeah, it's insane. You can't, like, for most of it, you can't even see where they are or what they're doing. Yeah, no, it's real bad. But it's a double count out. Crowd Uh, loses their shit.
1: I liked, I wrote down about uh, Vince being passive aggressive about Morocco's uh, fitness. Yeah. you know, Morocco, Don Morocco was very much like the uh, family guy joke about the out-of-shape, in-shape guy. Yes, yes. The big barrel chest. Yeah, so there's uh, a part where where McMahon says, uh, Orndorff has a slight edge in physique but this is no physique contest. (laughs) I was like, that's Vince McMahon passive-aggressively calling him fat. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I did write down, and I don't... There's no specific instance for this, but I just wrote down Susan St. James has no idea what she's doing. (laughs) Because through all of her commentary... It's just... uh, It's just gibberish. Oh,
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh.
0: And Vince will, like, try and throw it her, like, what do you think of that maneuver, Susan? And she's like,
1: oh, it looks, yeah, that, <laughs> that looked like it hurt. The best, yeah, yeah, the best is like, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- that's very specific. <laughs> Thank you so much, Susan. Uh, I loved that when Orndorff and uh, Morocco fell out of the ring together, Orndorff's leg got caught in the ropes, which is a thing that they do a lot of times on purpose. Yeah. This time, on accident. not on purpose. No. And, and he was stuck. Yeah. And it was hilarious. <laughs> yes. Uh, Morocco's like, do I pretend to beat him up while the referee's trying to (laughs) get him out? What do I do here? Uh, Uh, Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was was the opening match. It was...
1: Oh, and then at the end of it, poor Finkel has to stand there while the sign guy fix it yet again. he keeps
0: interrupting Mr. T. (laughs) Like, nobody knows anything that's going on anymore. And this is only the first match.
1: Yeah. Like, it... Oh, I also loved the very intro where uh, McMahon comes over the voiceover and says, WrestleMania 2, what the world has come to. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: this but, is what we've yeah, come to? That does what we That
1: doesn't sound like a positive thing. <laughs> no,
0: this is very bad. <laughs> All which right. is really indicative of the entire show. It
1: really yeah. it wasn't very WrestleMania good. WrestleMania 1 and 2, guys, that's not so great.
0: good. Now, WrestleMania 3. <laughs> that's when they got their shit Superb, together. Superb, yeah. Okay, so from that, we go into match two, which was George the Animal Steel versus. One of my favorites when I was a kid. Oh, dude. When I was really little. George the Animal Steel versus one of my all time favorites, Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage, who. One of the all time best.
1: uh, If you don't know his entrance music, if people aren't familiar, it's called Pomp and and Circumstance.
0: circumstance. It's It's the graduation. It's the music they play at high school. How you walk down the aisle to.
1: But honestly, <laughs> that's what picture
0: my Randy Man. Savage coming out. And it, honestly, though, it's perfect. Can you picture him coming out to any other music?
1: Well, if you think about it, outside of outside of people graduating because that song existed before it wasn't yeah it wasn't written for a high school graduation right right. it said if you think of like especially the title is pomp and circumstance it's a big big fucking deal yeah this guy's a big deal he's macho as fuck yeah just look at his headband and glasses. Sense. He
0: comes out in the sequins in the big sparkly robe. Yeah,
1: like. this is pre-cowboy uh, hat days. Yeah, this was, this this was this is when classic he wore the, Macho Man. The, just the headband.
0: Yeah, the trunks with the stars on them.
1: And the sick-ass glasses Hell, always. Yeah. I love those glasses. Macho Man was the shit. And coming so out with uh, uh,
0: Miss Elizabeth. Very young Miss Elizabeth. lovely Miss Elizabeth.
1: Um, who was very lovely. She, she had was. classic, like, 80, 80s mom hair, yeah, though. she did. <laughs> like, the, she did. the haircut that everyone's mom had in the 80s. And that a lot of people's aunts still have yeah, now.
0: Yeah, the glamour shot hairdo. Yeah. Yeah. And she was never not in like a ball gown. Like oh, she yeah, was no, no, always no, no. dressed always to the nines. For sure. Is great. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so George Steele versus Macho Man. Uh George Steele, if you don't know his deal, he's literally just a gorilla. That's
1: that's <laughs> the only way you can that's describe it. That's why him. his nickname is the, the animal. animal. Yeah, He goes in and like Chews on things. Beats the turnbuckle. Beats people. Oh, yeah. yeah I wrote down uh, turnbuckle stuffing. Is it toxic? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Then I Googled. Uh, he seems Googled, to eat a lot of well, it. Well, then I Googled George the Animal Steel to find out he's still alive. And yes. I was like, guess not. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, he lived a long life for a wrestler. Yeah. I think he did die, but very recently. Yeah. So. And it
0: wasn't for any like, wrestling It wasn't from eating, <laughs> eating turnbuckle, turnbuckle stuffing. stuffing. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he's this uh, just big, fat, hairy dude. He looks like he's... Whose tongue
1: was always inexplicably green. I I
0: don't know why that... I don't know if that was the turnbuckle or what.
1: No, it was that way
0: when he came out. Yeah. But he he looks like he's wearing a t-shirt, even though he's shirtless. Okay. He's that fucking hairy.
1: All of his... He has no hair on his head. No. (laughs) All of it is on his (laughs) chest chest and and shoulders. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit. There's a part in the match where I remember Macho Man trying to do the thing where you, like, pull someone's hair off, yeah. and then he realizes that he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have it And I was any. like, you should have just reached for a fistful of his back hair <laughs> yeah. fucking yanked on that shit. Yeah. That'll get you to let like, go real fucking fast.
0: Uh, in my favorite part of the match at one point, George Steele, as he's wont to do in every match, he, he goes and gnaws on the turnbuckle like mm-hmm. we are talking about, pulls up, but he pulls out, like, a bunch of stuffing and starts hitting Macho Man with it. Yeah. Like, they, like it's they supposed to her- hurt him They more? beat each
1: other up with stuffing yeah. and flowers yeah. in this match. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, a bouquet of flowers, he slaps him across the face with it, <laughs> and and he's like, boo like now, he got hit with a fucking baseball okay, bat. Okay, the
0: flowers I can understand, because, like, roses and shit, they can have thorns. The that thorns, yeah, but
1: hurt. so that you might, like, you would react differently, yeah, though. You, you wouldn't react falling. as if those roses weighed... 15
3: pounds. Right.
0: But he literally hits him with the, the stuffing of the turnbuckle. Yeah. Like, that's
1: supposed to hurt him more when it's literally there for protection. Yeah, and he, like, shoves it in his face like, Ma, eat it. <laughs> yeah,
0: he tries to choke him with it.
1: Which, that is kind of realistic. Well, yeah, he tries I to can, choke him I with can the flowers, I could see choking too. on that very easily. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> he's always pretending to bite. Yes. He's, uh, which, I always wondered how other wrestlers felt about the fact that they're like, okay, not only do I have to go in a ring with the hairiest dude in the world, but he's, <laughs> he's gonna, gonna put his mouth on me. me. Yes. He's gonna wrap even he's not gonna actually bite me. We know that. But you do have to like wrap your head around the fact that he's gonna wrap his lips yeah. around part of your Some skin. Some part of
0: your body. <laughs> and it's it,
1: it's super gross. It's
0: super, <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's super gross, guys. I <laughs> don't I don't like it at all. It made me very uncomfortable.
1: But he was still rad.
0: Yeah, he was rad, and it was a pretty good match mostly. Yeah, he There's, was another
1: one of those guys that just eternally looked a hundred years old. Yeah, always looked yeah, elderly. Always.
0: From but, and I was surprised, like, because I when I, when I first like saw that it was him versus Macho Man, I was like, oh, this match is gonna suck because right. fucking George Steele's old. Macho Man is like in his prime right now. Yeah, but it was actually pretty decent. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah, that's. But,
1: a, I think that's a case of Macho Man was so good he yeah. was making George look better. Yeah.
0: There is one thing, though, and I, I, I have had this problem with every macho man match. Everything he does looks good. Every macho match? Every macho match. Every macho. <laughs> every ed- macho. Every macho. He Everything he does looks good, except he always tries to get over this, because his finisher is the diving, the top rope diving yeah. elbow drop, but he sets that up sometimes with a top rope diving double axe handle, and it looks like shit. Yeah. He does it in almost every match, and he just sort of falls and then lightly parts his hand down their back. Yeah. And it just it just looks terrible, and I hate
1: it so much. He's uh, he's actually what he's doing is he's sprinkling uh, imaginary uh, knockout dust <laughs> yeah, over their yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just so, hits them like
0: he's the Sandman, and yeah, just, yeah, and that
1: makes them fall down long enough for him to hit him with that lights out elbow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so Mach wins this match with his feet on the ropes. Yep, and cheating. classic heel style. Straight cheating, straight uh, cheating. My favorite though was that the referee did a bad job at getting at an angle where he's supposed to not be right, able to see it because he's just right, right the there. fuck in front of it. Yeah, and yeah. he's having to pretend like <laughs> he can't not, see over yeah. their bodies. Yeah,
0: it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, after that, bad referees
1: are so funny, oh, so
0: good. <laughs> after that, we have uh, another one of my favorite parts of the show. It's a promo with Big John Studd talking about the upcoming battle royale with a bunch of football players for some reason. Uh,
1: He's talking to the rookie of the year tight end from the Atlanta Falcons whose name I just blanked on. Yeah,
0: I don't remember either. It doesn't
1: matter. He's not a wrestler.
0: But (laughs) at one point, to show how strong he is, he pulls out a football to smash it.
1: But you can see it's obviously it's, already deflated. It's like three quarters of the way <laughs> deflated. He pulls it out, he and it's pull, already like folded he over pulls like a out. Wallet. He pulls out a Brady ball. <laughs> yeah. He pulls out a straight New England Patriots football.
0: It's literally <laughs> folded down the middle like a wallet. Yeah. He's going to tuck his money into it. But he just <laughs> like pulls it out and pretends to smash it.
1: And says, look what I just did to this football.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And look, I'm like, John, what you mean is look what someone else did to this football look, that they handed to me. Look at this deflated football
0: ball i found that's all he's saying (laughs) someone please air this football up i can't (laughs) throw this football properly yeah yeah. oh i it was so fucking funny yeah um okay so after that we get into match number three uh which i was super excited for jake the snake roberts fucking just one of the all-time best versus a guy named uh george wells who i have no idea who the fuck he
1: is you know who i thought it was at a glance because this was I actually don't have a lot of notes on this match because I I stopped paying attention for a minute. (laughs) This is when my buddy was at the house. And um, when I first glanced at him when he was in the ring, I was like, oh, is that Virgil? Is that Virgil's (laughs) real name? Because he kind of looks like Virgil, who we'll see in a couple years. Uh, But then I realized, no, because he looks as old as Virgil did (laughs) in the, like, mid to late 90s. When he was shoehorned
0: himself into the NWO.
1: Oh, that was... That was when everybody was in. Yeah, oh, I can't wait. We'll to get,
0: get we'll there. get there. We'll get there, guys.
1: Oh, there's so much shit I can't wait to talk about. So
0: one of the big things with Jake the Snake, obviously by his nickname, is that he comes to the ring with this big boa constrictor, this literal snake. But because of that, and because Vic Mac- Vince McMahon is a fucking twelve year old at heart, there's a bunch of innuendo about the snake. Oh yeah. And at one point, I swear to God, I because I wrote down, does Susan Saint James want to see Jake's dick? Because she lays into it hard oh, about yeah. the snake.
1: She's like, oh, let's, you want to do some innuendos? <laughs> yeah. She's let's like, I'll do go tit this, t- this is fucking improv shit. Like, I'll go tit for tat on this. Yeah, yeah. She's like, also, I want to see some dick. <laughs> yeah. Which, so which comes back later, too, with our third guest. Yes, which we will. I'm super excited is, to talk who about. Who is
0: dick crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
1: I, re- I, I realized why I was distracted during this match, and it's because I was Googling uh, the... How Jake the Snake handled this boa constrictor? Because there's basically what Jake the Snake did with the snake is he he shoves it in a bag, <laughs> brings it down, stuffs it in the corner of the ring, yeah. and then it hears people just getting annihilated. <laughs> The whole time, then he gets pulled out of the bag and then wrapped around another he human. Literally,
0: he literally wraps it around his neck like his a scarf neck. and pulls the snake at both ends trying to choke him.
1: Right. And I felt so bad for that snake. Well, here's the thing. I had I looked at it and I was like, I never really thought about how much that snake or those series of snakes, yeah. let's be yeah. honest, yeah. there was probably a shit ton of Damien's. <laughs> yes. um, but how you can logistically make an animal docile enough to not feel like it's being attacked in that situation and not constrict and break that motherfucker's neck. And I'm like, so they are drugging the fuck out of this giant snake, shoving it in a bag. This is animal cruelty At its so, height.
0: well, I don't remember which pay-per-view it is. We'll get to it, though. It might not even be a pay-per-view if I think about it. But there's, there's a famous segment with uh, a feud between Jake and Macho Man where he gets the snake to bite Mach. He's got Mach wrapped up in the ropes, his arms in the ropes. Oh, I remember he gets that. the snake to bite him. But it takes fucking like ten minutes cause because the snake is so like, he's on just, heroin. He's just literally he's holding the snake and just poking yeah, and Macho's arm
1: with the it. The snake's like I don't want. I don't want yeah, don't and don't then finally sleep. he just like halfheartedly sleeping. Yeah, he just I sort just of
0: not, halfheartedly sinks his teeth into I'm it. And then of hungry. course Yeah, Dude, I'm not
1: even hungry right now. I'm just so tired. <laughs> he's just poking Can him I with just, it. I just want to go back to sleep, Jake. I'm, <laughs> go. I'm fucking tired. You just guys, you guys put all that stuff inside me. I just want to uh, so go back in the bag, man. I just want to go back in the bag. I, I, I kind of like it in there now. <laughs> I have a weird Stockholm syndrome thing with the bag.
0: <laughs> it actually does get kind of sad later on because I think around like 2010, Jake did get arrested for animal cruelty for letting some of his snakes die. Well, I'm, I, I,
1: pfft, <laughs> yeah. I, I fucking hope so. Yeah, and, and Jake the Snake was one of my all-time favorites. Shares yeah. our birthday, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, May 30th. Yeah. Uh, I remember that from uh, WWF trading cards. Nice. Um, But yeah, I loved the guy But then I remember getting to a certain age Where I go, oh man yeah, He was real mean to those snakes He was Well, he and the WWF as a whole, let's be honest yeah. It wasn't him He probably didn't even come up with that gimmick
0: Now, I will say If uh, uh, you want to kind of redeem McMahon's yourself like, Hey,
1: you know what rhymes with Jake? <laughs> the snake Oh. <laughs> you know what we should do Is fucking abuse the shit out of some snakes <laughs> And make that your gimmick Oh my god
0: <laughs> Surprisingly though it worked. It oh, got man. over.
1: It really did because uh I mean especially if you can because most people are so afraid of snakes that they don't notice the fact that the snake looks dead when it gets pulled <laughs> yeah. out of the bag yeah. and moves around very very little, there, very little, there, just enough to look alive.
0: There was a match, I believe it was I want to say it was him versus uh million dollar man Ted DiBiase. And he, at the end, he just takes the snake out and he, you know, does the shit with him and he drapes him over. <laughs> but I remember specifically, after the snake slithers off, there is a noticeable snake turd on DiBiase's chest.
1: You're like, oh, yeah, Damien laid out a nice Cleveland steamer <laughs> for Ted yeah. DiBiase.
0: Oh, it's hilarious. Now, I will say about Jake, though, like, if you <laughs> want, because he got real fucked up for a long time. But they made a documentary about him recently called The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And it's super good, it is it is super good, it's all about d d p and uh, uh his yoga thing, which I've actually been doing d d p yoga have you really I have, and it's fucking changed it's intense my goddamn right? life it's intense, but it fucking works man nice. it's insane, but he's, yeah, it's he's a great turned
1: around some people with it, which i mean i i I first thought that the that the entire thing was just kind of a giant commercial yeah. for d d p yoga yeah but,
3: but
1: once then you, you see, see like Outside of it. Yeah. Like, especially with him and Scott Hall. Dude, that that
0: to me, like, I love Jake the Snake, but the most interesting turnaround for me in that whole thing was Scott Hall. I was
1: watching Scott Hall Because when he, yeah, that. when he first AKA when they go, Razor Ramon. Yeah.
0: When they first go and get Scott Hall, he can't even walk. He's, He's in, a, in fucking a fucking wheelchair. He's in a fucking wheelchair. Yeah. And it actually made me go... And he's
1: got, like, Steve Martin white hair. Oh, yeah.
0: It's bad. Still got the toothpick, though.
1: Oh, fuck yeah, he does. (laughs) Always with that toothpick. Always with the toothpick.
0: I fucking hated Scott Hall for so long, because I... Because he
1: was so good at being bad?
0: Well, not just that. I can't fucking stand... My least favorite wrestler of all time is Kevin Nash. I cannot fucking stand Kevin Nash. I hate the shit out of him. And because him and Scott Hall were always together, I just always kind of hated Scott Hall too. Uh, okay, but after okay. watching that, I really, really like Scott Hall. He yeah, seems yeah. like
1: a really good dude. I liked Razor Ramon a lot.
0: Razor Ramon was good.
1: Yeah, but I just,
0: oh, I just fucking hated Kevin Nash so much. And I even, just,
1: even when he was Diesel, oh, I fucking hate
0: Diesel. I hate him. <laughs> oh, I'm Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate it so
1: fucking. Oh, I hate him. Uh, what about, did you like him in Grandma's Boy?
0: Uh, I, yeah, for his fucking, like, three minutes. <laughs> his, no, yeah. it was less than that. Yeah. He
1: had, like, three lines. Yeah,
0: he's literally just, like, eating a bag of chips, and that's yeah. it. He also, though, I did like him in the, uh, 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 Tom Jane Punisher movie where he played the Russian.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was good because he didn't talk. The Tom Jane Punisher movie is interesting. I like that. movie. We should review that on a separate. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll do
0: that. That's a whole other thing. Um, what were we talking about? It's what called Magic Punish Me. Day? Yeah, Jake Roberts. Jake uh, Roberts
1: really uh, hurting animals.
0: Yeah, so he <laughs> he he beats he beats George Wells with, with his, his signature DDT. famous DDT, uh, the move he uh, quote unquote invented. Uh, what does DDT stand for? Well, it was the Drop name
1: down. Terribly I, fast.
0: I, I think, from what I understand, he took the name from the old pesticide, DDT, that DDT. was, like, super poisonous. Okay. And that's where he got the name from. And then I think he made up some, like, fake ass.
1: So he did invent that.
0: Well, technically. Okay. There's footage out there. He he
1: he named it. He
0: technically invented it by accident and then just, like, it caught on. But you can find footage of a guy in Mexico. Uh, I think his name was just Black Cat. Doing the move like in the seventies, Gato Negro, Gato Negro, uh, el Gato Negro, doing the move in the seventies. Uh, oh. So it's it's debatable, but
1: but then it was called Te. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, el uh, DDTO. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so ostensibly, like I guess you could say, in the American scene, Jake invented it. Yeah, all right. So,
1: Well he did it well. Yeah, that was his thing for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he slaps one of them bitches on George Wells. And then and literally then attempts, tries to choke him with a And then attempts the snake. to murder him with a with a fucking drugged-out snake. <laughs> yes. and literally,
0: I can't stress it enough. He literally wraps a snake around him like a scarf. And, and pulls it like pulls a fucking shoe string.
1: It's really like... Like he's tightening a shoe. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, that poor snake. Yeah. All, all those poor snakes. All those poor snakes. All right, so now we get to... Boxing, yay! Ding Hooray. ding ding ding! Boxing. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I skipped most of this. Man. <laughs> Did you really? I didn't give um, a shit. Well, we get uh, we get a guest uh, ring announcer, yeah. which is, or not announcer. Well, yeah, ring announcer. Yeah, which is Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, um, uh, who, if you've never heard Joan Rivers, pick just imagine the most Jewish lady <laughs> that's ever existed. In the history of mankind. yeah, yeah. And that's what her voice sounds like. That's Joan Rivers. Um, But she's also hilarious. So she's got cards in her hand, and I'm thinking, like, oh, shit, did she write jokes? (laughs) Like, I thought she was going to come out and, like, bust some balls a little. Yeah,
0: just fucking, like, tear down what everyone's wearing. But then I
1: realized, like, no, she didn't give a shit enough. Like, she's coming out there. She's got the minimum amount of information that needs to be delivered.
0: She was just introducing the guest judges for the boxing match.
1: Yeah, which is... um, G. Gordon Liddy. G. Gordon Liddy. Uh, Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Chocolate Thunder, a.k.a. Chocolate Thunder. Cab Calloway. Cab? Cab Calloway. Cab Calloway. And then just some guy named Herb, which I think was maybe like an early, like Harvey Whippleman style character. Okay. Was he like their first, like, nerdy character? I don't
0: think he had anything to do with the WWE.
1: I'm going to Google him. Yeah, we need to look that up. Keep
0: keep talking. Um. Yeah, so that that's she introduces the panel of guest judges, which are all these insanely like not connected people. Uh, <laughs> no, no connection no, to wrestling. No, yeah, or, no, no reason for them to be there. And I don't not think even any of them have, have any. At the yeah, time. and I don't think any of them have any like accreditation to judge a boxing match either. No, they were just available. They have no idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. The boxing match happens. Like I said, I skipped most of it because I watched like the first round and it was boring as fuck. So I just skipped to the end. It ends. With Piper kind of snapping and just body slamming Mr. T. Yeah,
1: he ends up just cheating. Yeah. Um, I actually did write down uh, Roddy versus T. yawn.
0: Yeah, it was very um, fucking boring. So
1: I ended up Googling Mr. T yeah. just to learn more about Mr. T because I remembered being in love with him when I was a little oh, kid. Yeah. And uh, interesting, do you know what the T stands for? Uh, Truth. Thomas.
0: That's it. No. Oh shit. Okay. No. His real name.
1: His real name is, and I'm going to attempt to say his last name right. Lawrence Turiad, which is T U R E A U D. So it's Tur- T for touriad. Turiad. 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 Weird. Um. But, But uh, I wrote down, uh, when you have Roddy Roddy Piper boxing Mr. T, neither of them are boxers. No, Um, I guess a DQ was the only way to do it. The only way, yeah. Because you say it's scheduled for 10 fucking rounds. There's (laughs) no way it's (laughs) No way. It went two and a half, and it took for fucking
0: (laughs) ever. It was brutal to watch. Nobody hit, like, a clean strike. There was, it just, oh, I was so, at this point, like, I had to break this down in a couple of days of watching, because after that, I was like, I can't. I need a break from this bullshit. Yeah. So I shut it off after that for the night.
1: <laughs> Isn't it funny how something we normally love so much, as soon as we make it something we have to do, we're like, <laughs> sucks, Oh, man. God, I can't believe I got to watch WrestleMania. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that 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 happened, and uh, it was fucking boring as shit, and I hated it. Um, oh, yeah, we should probably say, too, Mr. T, uh, in his hor- corner, had Joe Smokin' Joe Fraser and the Haiti Kid. And then Roddy Piper in his corner had Bob Orton, as we mentioned before, the dad of Randy Orton, and a guy named Lou Duva, or Dova. Uh, I don't know who he. He is. was a,
1: a boxing. Uh, was he okay? Yeah, he was a, a boxing trainer. Okay. Uh, so I found didn't it.
0: do a very good job.
1: No, <laughs> I, I I found Herb. Herb, Herb was a commer- like a commercial character for the Burger King uh, Whopper.
0: Oh my god! Franchise. Thing, so he the, was the, like pre the king.
1: Yeah. they had herb let's see the camp uh, said uh, the television commercials featured a fictional character named herb who was described as never having eaten a burger king burger in his life <laughs> they called on fans to visit the local burger king in the hope of finding herb herb, herb. excuse me yeah. herb <laughs> finding basils and spices <laughs> and winning a prize the campaign also included an I'm not herb god damn it why do <laughs> I keep doing that I can't read H-E-R-B and say the H um uh, let's see. Oh, so if a customer went up and ordered a Whopper and said, I'm not Herb, they could get it at a discount. Oh, what? This was uh, from ninety uh, from 85 to 86 this lasted.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: So he was the equivalent of the where's the beef lady who comes in later. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. She shows up later.
1: So we got Burger King and Wendy's <laughs> uh, both uh, <laughs> having people show up at WrestleMania too.
0: Yeah. So, from here, we transition into uh Chicago. Rosemont in Chicago with your announcers, uh, Mean Jean Okerlund and Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon. And some lady named Kathy Lee Crosby. Kathy
1: Lee Crosby, another huge actress. I have no idea who she you
0: know, is. No, I'm looking her up right now, and there is nothing that I have seen her in.
1: All right, let's list me off some stuff. Let's see if okay. we've heard of any of them um, What's she done?
0: Let's see here. Okay. Uh, The Laughing Policeman from 1973. Nope. Uh, Oh, okay. She was in a television movie of Wonder Woman where she played Wonder Woman, which apparently was the year before the Linda Carter television show.
1: Uh, So she got outshined by that. Uh, She's in a movie
0: called Trackdown. Nope. Um, Nope. She was a co-host of the TV show That's Incredible.
1: Uh-huh. Nope.
0: Uh, and then that was pretty much it.
1: Wow. So yeah. she was huge.
0: She was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, Vince um,
1: really knows how to book them, you guys.
0: Under her personal life section on Wikipedia, it's got some stuff about her relationships. And then it just said she was a briefly a follower of Scientology.
1: Oh, so fun. So that's probably what happened to well, her. Well, you know what, though? Good for her for it being brief. You she know She didn't what? get, like, really sucked <laughs> exactly. in. Exactly. Good yeah. on you. At yeah. some point, she was like, "This is horse shit. I gotta get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> These guys are fucking bonkers. So uh,
0: the first match at the Rosemont is ladies' the... champs. Yeah, that is. Uh... Where do we go from here? I lost my place.
1: We got the ladies' championship. It's Velvet McIntyre, right, and the fabulous Mula, that's right, who uh, is one hundred years old conservatively. <laughs> um, she is so fucking elderly.
0: It is insane. How fucking old – because she's, she's been wrestling since, like, the 50s yes, at this point. Yes, and she,
1: she's so old that she has that classic, stereotypical old lady makeup. Yes. That's really, like – Like, it's like a fucking clown. Yeah. Or, like, Mimi from uh, the Drew Carey show. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. And you can tell, like, she's she's got her, like, wrestling singlet on, but you can tell she's also wearing, like, the spandex leggings that try and, to, like, match depends. her skin color. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, you can tell exactly how old she is by the way her shoulders have hunched over yeah. the top of her neck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like there's even, certain
1: things about your posture that can give away your age.
0: But she keeps wrestling until the fucking nineties.
1: Yeah. But the thing is, is that she wrestles in matches like this one that are like thirty five seconds yeah. long. Yeah, this but was a nothing. Match. I have a theory of why this match ended so quickly. Um it ends with Velvet McIntyre jumping off the top rope. Mula rolls out of the way, and she hits the mat. And then Mula scrambles yeah. over and lays on top of her. Yeah. After the match ends, you can see Velvet and uh, trying desperately to fix her. Her, titty her. We had a titty pop out, out guys. Her we had a titty. Out. I wrote that. Wait, and
0: soon then Mula as she
1: hits. She hits, and she's like. Basically, I'm what I imagine is she lay, was laying on the mat, and she yelled out, "My titty fell out." I got a titty, and then Mula scrambles over there, lays on top of her, so no one can see it. Uh-huh. Ends the match, so they can both get the fuck yeah. out of there. Yeah. So I did a though,
0: pause it, and I went frame by frame because I wanted to see that titty. I to see lie. that velvet titty. I want to see that velvet McIntyre titty. Uh, titty. Velvet
1: McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. that sounds
0: that reminds me like i don't that makes me picture reba mcintyre's yeah and i don't want to picture that velvet <laughs> mcintyre was okay
1: oh man jesus um, christ she had awful hair awful but everybody fucking, did back it was then. the 80s yeah, yeah it was 86 yeah this is a fucking ugh. um and her yeah that outfit no wonder it busted I open know, because they? it looked like a fucking uh figure skater <laughs> outfit yes. Like it was way too uh, flimsy. (laughs) I will give her credit though for
0: coming off the top rope like that because that was a ballsy move. Just basically
1: a belly flop right onto the mat,
0: and then her titty popped
1: out. And then we got. So we match was won. Sweet, sweet titty.
0: Match was won via titty. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was the match. Fabulous
1: Mula won via I thought Fabulous it, en- I thought it ended super titty. early because Mula has to get out of there because she's super old and can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. No, But nope. It, titty, titties.
0: Titty on the play field.
1: Titty on the field. Uh, so then we move on to the uh, flag match <laughs> yes. featuring a guy I had never heard of. Um, it's, well, Nikolai Volkov, of course we have, yeah. he, he was very big. Yeah, with Freddie Blassie. But I, when I first, when, when they said his name, I wrote down Corporal Crusher. Yeah, so did I. Which sounds like more of a wrestling so name, I. and but then it pops up on the screen, Corporal and it's
0: Corporal Kirchner. 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 K-I-R-C-H-N-E-R.
1: Kirchner. And he's totally like. Exactly He's dressed what like you would Guile picture. from Street Fighter. Yeah,
0: exactly what you picture—like '80s, like corporal wrestler guy, just but head to toe camo. I tried to look it up.
1: Corporal is a naval rank, isn't it?
0: I think it is. I oh don't my think God. that's an I, army I rank think at you're all. Right?
1: And I, because I looked up army officers, and as far as army officers are go, corporal is not a rank. Yeah. Um, Shit. I think it's a naval rank. Would you mind looking that up for me? I'm Ask one of my producers here to yeah. look it up for me. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I am almost 100% and I, and cause I Googled it and I could not find it under the army rankings. Wow. Huh? Marine. It's a Marine okay. ranking.
0: Okay. Well, that's,
1: that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah.
0: He's yeah. Okay.
1: So but they kept, has... they kept saying army though. Like yeah. he was in the army. Yeah. He's dressed out Fucking in those army idiots. colors. Yeah. Get your ranks right, uh, fucking Vince McMahon, you dumb shit. <laughs> it's insulting. God damn it. So this match is basically uh, USA. It's just classic. USA Stoking people's Russia. patriotism. Yeah. Uh, fuck those Ruskies. Yeah. Uh, the winner of this match just gets to stand around and wave a flag <laughs> for a it. while.
0: That's it. It's that classic Cold War era <laughs> feud of yep. America versus Russia.
1: Where all they want to do, they don't want to. Kill each other or take over each other. They just want to wave their flag yeah. instead of the other one.
0: Yes, that's it. <laughs> so um, of course
1: Nikolai comes out, sings the fucking Russian right, national uh, anthem. Yeah. It was always his thing. Always with classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah.
0: Fucking. I know we mentioned this last week, but fucking Nikolai Volkov looks like a fucking shaved bear. Yeah, he's huge and so and it's fucking scary. <laughs> he's, he's just yeah, he's Zangief from Street Fighter. He's that's so Russian. All he is, yeah.
1: <laughs> Like yeah, you, he's he's very 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 Russian.
0: Which I don't. I think I looked it up, and he's not even actually technically Russian. I think he's Ukrainian.
1: Well, yeah, 601. one. Come yeah. on, he's <laughs> Eastern, Eastern European Russian. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> it's yeah yeah
1: they they all sound
0: Eastern Bloc. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Ukraine's gonna be Russia anyway. <laughs> Eventually, right? yeah, right.
0: probably. <laughs> uh, this is not a politics podcast.
1: Nope. Um, okay, so, this is a classic. Uh, y- every time. Freddie Blassie's involved, you know it's gonna end with his cane oh, yeah. being involved somehow. Oh yeah. So in this instance, uh he throws it to or he tries to throw it to Volkov. Volkov. Corporal Crusher. Crusher <laughs> I'm just calling him Corporal That's Crusher. It's a much
0: better name. It
1: is a much better name. Corporal
0: Crusher. Corporal Crusher it.
1: so badly. <laughs> so it, he he bobbles it. the motherfucker yeah. out of this cane, and you can see the fucking panic in his yeah. face of like, what if I don't catch this? <laughs> And so he finally gets it in his hands and then very awkwardly hits Volkov yeah, with it. Yeah,
0: just kind of.
1: Boop. He yeah. kind of boops him on the nose. And then Volkov goes down. He wins the match. But is somehow super bloodied up his head. Yeah. Um, which had to be an accident because there was never really anything that they did to be like, no. oh, he split him open. Yeah, or he
0: had to. I think he, I, I don't know. Yeah. I know at one point he goes down hard on the turnbuckle and that could have done it. Yeah. There wasn't also, very good. He was very very bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, the dude was, like, super jacked. There was one point in the
0: match, too, where they knock out the ref, and uh, it's it's Volkov pushes Corporal Crusher, and he bumps into the ref and knocks the ref out. But the ref, I don't know who wasn't in the right spot, but you see Corporal Crusher really have to go out of his way to turn and hit and the hit referee. And hit the referee. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he, the referee was just a little bit too far out of the yeah. way. Like, oh, shit, I'm not at... Well, arm's yeah. length. I met arm and a half. Length. So he
0: really has to like spin and throw his fist out, and then go, "Oh no, what have I done?"
1: Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think it's between that and the end the catch of the cane. It made <laughs> everything he did seem yeah. very big. That was yeah, and overdone. Yes. and <laughs> grandiose. That
0: was that match was the downfall of Corporal Crusher.
1: Yeah, I fucking hope so. He was god awful. Such a good name. He made me hate America
2: it's so fucking bad.
0: <laughs> I was like,
1: go Russia. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> So now we move to the uh, 20-man battle royale. Which is a bunch of
0: wrestlers and a bunch of football players. So here
1: we got a guest timekeeper, Where's the Beef Lady. Yes,
0: who I don't think she knew where she was.
1: She definitely does not know how to use a microphone. No, no. She was saying whatever she was saying while shaking the microphone (laughs) at the people. Yes. She's literally, and I think at some point she said, Where's the Beef? She did. But... You didn't fucking hear it. I
0: think, I think she just repeated that a few times, honestly. And was just he, shaking
1: the microphone. When he hands
0: her the microphone first, you hear her kind of grab and go, where's the beef? And then she just starts shaking it and yelling it. Yeah. And like she's throwing the words to the audience. Out of
1: the microphone. Yes.
0: She said the words are are on the
1: inside of the mic, and she's trying to shake it out like a Rip Taylor (laughs) confetti thing.
0: (laughs) She filled it up with the words, and now she's distributing the words
1: (laughs) to uh, throughout the crowd, like
0: like a wizard putting spells on the
1: entire audience, sprinkling word confetti. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, now, and then we also have two uh, outside of the ref or outside of the ring guest referees: Dick Butkus and Ed (laughs) tutal Jones. Yeah. Uh, Dick, Dick Butkus, <laughs> classic uh, Chicago Bear.
0: Dick Butkus, I swear to God, up until I was like 16, thought was just like a made-up name that people on TV would say. Right? <laughs> that I is remember. not a real name.
1: The only reason I didn't or I knew he was real was because uh, I grew up a fan of all the Chicago teams because of my dad. Uh-huh. Uh, so <laughs> we knew who he was, but I would always giggle at his name, and my dad didn't like it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, him and Ed, two tall Jones. too tall Jones. I wrote down here. Uh, and I'm going to go through them, if you don't mind. I yeah. wrote down the names out of all 20 people. Yes. The names of the people I recognized. Okay. We got Hillbilly Jim. Yes. That's one. King Tonga, who turned into Haku.
0: Which I want to talk about in a second. Once okay. we done with this.
1: Uh, so that's two. Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. Big John Stud. Yes. Bret Hart. Yep. Jim Neidhart. Yep. Bruno Samartino. Yes. Andre the Giant. Yes. And William the Refrigerator Perry. Yeah. And the only reason I know who William Refrigerator Perry is is because this takes place in Chicago, and this is one year after the Chicago Bears won Super Bowl Ah. XX, the very famous Super Bowl shuffle year, where William Refrigerator Perry was a defensive lineman who got put in as a running back on trick plays and actually scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl.
0: I don't know what any of those words mean. That's all right. Uh, But
1: (laughs) I genuinely thought, as soon as I saw him, I was like, they're going to make him win because this is in Chicago. Right. They did not. No. I was very surprised.
0: No. Um, so out
1: of 20, I recognized nine, and only eight of them were wrestling.
0: Yeah. Uh, I only knew William the Refrigerator Perry because he had his own G.I. Joe, and I had, I had that as a kid. That's the only reason I knew him. Um, I'll run through real quick the list of everybody in the match. All right. Good, good, uh, good call. Uh, so we've got Jimbo Covert, who's an NFL guy. Yep. Uh, King Tonga, who we'll talk about. Ernie Holmes, Jim Brunzel, Tony Atlas- Harvey Martin, Pedro Morales, Ted Arcidi, uh-huh. Dan Spivey, uh-huh. Hillbilly Jim, B. Brian Blair,
2: yep. Bill
0: Frelick, the Iron Sheik, Bruno San Martino, William Perry, Big John Studd, Russ Francis, uh, Jim Nyehart, and Bret Hart, and then Andre the Giant. Um, Russ
1: Francis, I think that might have been the, the t- no. It's who else's name ended with an F? Uh,
0: Francis. Nobody.
1: That had to have been him then. I think that was the one that was talking about John Studd in that promo.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Andre the Giant won. Uh Andre the Giant <laughs> and then one of the other football guys, Dan Spivey. They both were looked like they were cosplaying Hulk Hogan.
1: I wrote down Andre wearing yellow is super not weird. Not good. Not good. And this is also when the Hart Foundation was not in pink. This was they yeah, this pre, was early pink.
0: Early Bret Hart, which I also wrote down something that I feel about Bret Hart, which is that he is the most boring goddamn wrestler. I know everyone, like, Bret Hart is supposedly one of the greatest, but I have never, aside from his match with Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, and his kind of his Iron Man match with Shawn Michaels, but that was mostly Shawn Michaels, I have never seen a Bret Hart match that made me go, wow!
1: Yeah. It's I s-
0: fucking boring. I guess so. I would much rather watch Jim Neidhart, and he's terrible.
1: Yeah, Jim Nighthart, uh, who kind of resembles like a who else looked like Tank Abbott. Yeah, yeah, he looks very much <laughs> like
0: Tank Abbott. Like they got the same beard.
1: Yeah, just um, the really long, crazy goatee. Yeah, uh, just super red though because he's a ginger.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the only person in this whole battle royale that I actually like got excited for was King Tonga who would go on to become Haku, and then Ming in WCW. Oh, Ming, that's right. Yeah. That was his other one.
3: I knew there yeah. was one I couldn't remember.
0: Yeah, he, uh, King Tonga, and then I think before that he was the Tonga Kid. And he's gone through all these different names. But he is, if, if you want some interesting reading on wrestling, look up stories about him, because he anyone that worked with him will tell you he is legitimately the toughest person they've ever met. Yeah. And there are stories of him. There's a story, uh, I think it was... I don't remember. It might have actually been Kevin Nash that told it. Uh, But there's a story, a well-known story, of they were at a bar, uh, a bunch of wrestlers, and people started talking shit, and Haku, King Tonga, just didn't even, like, hardly just started beating the shit out of the guy and bit his nose off. Oh, fuck. Literally bit a man's nose off for saying wrestling was fake. So if you want to read some fucking interesting shit about... Yeah, King Tonga, Haku, Ming, that's the guy to look up.
1: Nice. Okay, so Andre wins this match. I thought it was going to be Fridge, but it wasn't. Um, Now's a good time for us to take a quick break and uh, hear a word from uh, Lord Alfred and our sponsors. We'll be back.
3: Promotional consideration
1: paid for by the following. This show is brought to you by cartoonist Peter Bedgood. Peter Bedgood is an artist and creator that uses his absurd outlook and perspective to create some of the funniest and highest quality cartoons you've ever seen. You can
0: find Peter Bedgood's work at PeterBedgood.com. And while you're there, you can select your favorite piece to share with your friends, order a shirt with a hilarious cartoon on it, or pick up a 2017 calendar with a new and an, well, original Peter Bedgood cartoon on each day. That sounds pretty nice to me. That's a pretty good deal. Check out Peter Bedgood.
3: At peterbadgood.com
0: All right, we're back. Uh so okay, we talked about the Battle
1: Royale. Battle Royale
0: Battle Royale, which honestly I'm Battle honest, Royale I'm gonna... with cheese. Oh god damn it.
1: Oh, I forgot to write it down, but I'm really glad I remembered this. It happened in WrestleMania 1 with Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. But it happened here with Vince McMahon. They both say Melee.
0: Melee. Instead of Melee. Yeah, Melee.
1: Oh, my God. That drove me up the fucking wall. (laughs) It's a Melee. A Melee. What? Who? How How do more than one person say it that way? (laughs) Is it that one of them said it like correctly, and then the other one was like, no. No or was it coincidence that they both happen to say it that way I don't
0: way? know I think they're both from Connecticut so maybe that's just how people from Connecticut say it
1: Connecticut
0: Connect I cut <laughs> Connect I cut God damn it All right so after the battle royale we get a, uh, another
1: post match <laughs> installment 2 of Roddy gets racist
0: yeah. uh, so we're going to take a listen to this
1: AKA you can't do that on television <laughs> Roddy can all right, Gorilla, thank you
3: very much. We have here Rowdy, Roddy Piper, and I must say your conduct was uh, something less than becoming as far as an athlete is concerned. See, I, I didn't understand, obviously. I didn't, if I wanted to come for a picnic tea, I would have packed a lunch. I come to fight, and just as I'm getting into the fighting, you have all, you know, you and Perry <laughs> obviously come from the same mold because you both cheat. I right, saw Perry pulling John start over like that i saw t rubbing his head rubbing them gnarly bristles inside my eyes but nothing there you could go do could hurt mr me. t rubbing There's them gnarly I bristles talking about his, cannot- his hair
0: gnarly bristles
1: he says rubbing those gnarly bristles in my eyes
0: getting his black people's
1: hair is crazy getting his yeah like Fuckin what did uh what did uh, the uh Don Imus Oh, uh, nappy headed host. Nappy headed host. Yeah. He's basically like nappy headed Mr. T. Jesus Christ. Or uh or as my buddy and I were calling him and having a very fun time with uh Signor T. <laughs> <laughs> Te T. T. <laughs> I wrote down um uh how to say "I pity the fool" in Spanish, which is dan pena el tanto," which also made me realize that the word "tanto" means "fool," which oh, is shit. really super mean to oh, the Indian no. guy from *The Lower Rangers*. Yeah. but also uh, that's Spanish, and he was Indian, so. Well, but I think they I, fucked it up. If
0: I remember, doesn't he say that tanto, like in his language, means friend?
1: Well, it means fool in Spanish. medan <laughs> <laughs> el tanto. tanto. I pity the fool. Okay. Señor T. Señor Me gusta Señor T. Hola, Señor T. Mucho gusto. ¿Cómo están ustedes? Oh, man. Oh, we should make a Señor like, T show. I like Mexican Mr. T. It's so good. Señor
0: <laughs> T. Um, okay. So, so after now we that, got tag
1: team back in. Yeah. Championship match on your friends list.
0: British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith, and the Dynamite Kid. What was Dynamite Kid's name? Um, they never said it. I, d- I don't remember. I'm, they on, only said Dynamite Kid. Uh, Thomas Billington was his oh, real name. Oh, that's why they only yeah, called no, him. Yeah, no, Dynamite t- Kid is much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: That's so British. Dynamite Tom. Hello, I'm Thomas cool. Billington.
0: Thomas Billington, Thomas hello. Billington,
1: hello. Promotional consideration paid for by Thomas Billington.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, uh. Well, they're both dead now. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I need to make that. I need. I want to go back through this too because I know I did this on the. Now first they're episode. the
1: deadish bulldogs. Yeah,
0: like almost everyone on this show is dead now.
1: Oh, so many. So, so many are dead. So many.
0: Um, their opponents, and they came out also with Lou Albano, Captain Lou, and Ozzy Osborne. Yeah, in Ozzy- a pastel pink suit.
1: I wrote down. Uh, I actually wrote down a salmon-colored Miami Vice suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked That's exactly like. To what me. It is. He had his
0: sleeves rolled up and everything. Yeah, it
1: looked like uh and he was chewing gum, obviously like coked out of his gourd. Yeah. Uh his eyes were all pupils. Yeah. <laughs> and um which so I I underst I actually get Ozzie being there more than Captain Lou. Right. Captain Lou, the most New York. Yeah. Like can't be less British. Yeah, at least Ozzy's British. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's cooked out of British. his mind, but he's British. But he's still like,
3: oh, I, 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 Sharon, <laughs> Sharon.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, he was still pretty with it, though, at yeah. this point. At yeah. least he seemed like it. Not, um, I mean, he was foobar. He
0: was, yeah, He, but he was conscious.
1: Yes, but he, yeah, <laughs> and he he could walk and move around. Right.
0: Was, this, was this pre-pissing on the Alamo, or did that come later?
1: This was 86, so it's around the same okay. time, I think. Okay, okay. Well, no, this had to be after. I think that was early 80s yeah. when that happened.
0: All right. Because um, okay, that was so after
1: Black Sabbath, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that
0: was him just himself.
1: Yeah, so that was that had to be. Oh, shit, it could have been the 70s. Oh, man. Nah,
0: I'm that timeline is so 80s. tough because he
1: always looked like the <laughs> 80s. Did, yeah. Even in the 70s, he looked like the 80s. Um, okay. He's like, this is what it's going to look like in a few years, everybody. <laughs>
0: just embrace it. Get ready. <laughs> So British Bulldogs with Ozzy and Captain Lou uh, versus the Dream Team, which was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Pre-Barber. Pre-Barber, just Brutus Beefcake, and Greg the Hammer Valentine.
1: (laughs) Who, if you remember from WrestleMania 1, looks like the lady (laughs) I had jury duty with.
0: Yes. It's Uh, so hard to describe him because he he looks like a hyper-evolved bulldog.
1: I want to change his name from Greg the Hammer Valentine to Greg... Tiny face Valentine. <laughs> yes, it's a very his face is very it's much creepy. pushed together. It's creepy. It's like someone took his eyes, nose, and mouth, like in a like a computer program, it, you and know? just and shrunk them, made them too close yeah. together, and then there's just too much skin around it, like forehead, yeah. and cheeks, and it's like, chin.
0: It's like it's like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark with the Ark of the Covenant. He didn't look in it all the way enough for his face to melt. He just kind of glanced in it. And it just. <laughs> he sorta, saw it out of his periphery. Right. And it just kind of fucked his face up just a little bit.
1: <laughs> it just smushed it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Greg Tiny Face Valentine and, and Brutus. Brutus, not beefcake. yet the barber beefcake. And Davy Boy pre braids. Yeah. Uh, when Davy Boy had the. Throughout most of his career, he had the strangest. Combination of, like, cornrows. Bo Derek. And, like, yeah. Dreadlocks. Bo Derek yeah. or, like, you know, Black Lady at the Beach. Yes. Like, the uh, yes. The, the just sells braiding tourists <laughs> yes. there. It had, I mean? like, it
0: had the fucking beads that were in the color of the Union
1: Jack. Okay, so it was as if he went to, like, Jamaica. Right. Or, or the Bahamas or something on vacation. Like, and he had a lady do that. I want to get
0: into this culture, but I want
1: everyone to know I'm still British. Yeah, so, well, she they always let you pick your colors. Yeah. Uh, so he picked, you know, red, white, and blue. Yeah, and then he was like, "I'm keeping this forever." forever. There's <laughs> not even it's not even like a wrestling thing. You can see
0: pictures of him just like in his regular street clothes, and he still yeah, has it. Still the exact That's same just hairdo. His hair, yeah, so weird. It's fucking weird. Uh,
1: <laughs> he almost looks like a different person with just regular, like normal person. I know. Sh- I didn't recognize short him short haircut. I
0: saw like a British bulldog, and I'm like, "Oh, sweet Davy Boy Smith!" Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, "Which one is Davy Boy Smith?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't recognize him without that shit.
1: Yep. Well, the other one is B- Mister Billington. Yeah. Mm, rather. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, oh, I also wrote down that um, luscious Johnny who comes out with the dream team, yeah, uh, looks like someone wearing a shitty disguise. He does. <laughs> His natural look <laughs> looks like a bad wig and a bad fake mustache and big sunglasses, like he's really trying to hide out. Yeah, yeah. I said. Uh, I also wrote down that it looked kind of like uh, maybe like a Will Ferrell character. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but uh, I also wrote down that this was probably the best match.
0: Yeah. It really was. So, uh, yeah, the dream team, they were the they held the titles, they won them off of the US Express a little bit before this, who uh had their match at WrestleMania 1. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Yeah, it was honestly like it I was don't a really I, good match. Yeah, I didn't have anything bad to say about no, it. No, me neither. Yeah. I didn't have any uh anything to make fun of except for uh at the end when he throws uh the dude like okay, so one of them's on the top rope. Yeah. And then Davy Boy throws one of them into, into the Dynamite Kid, yeah. uh, and then seemed like he like really hurt him. Yeah, I thought like, oh, is this where their tag team breaks <laughs> up? But then no, then nothing they win ever. The title. Yeah, yeah, but nothing ever came of it. They yeah. won the title, and then so it was like, was that an accident? Yeah,
0: they pretty much stayed together until Davy Boy joined the Hart Foundation. Oh
1: uh, yeah, that was didn't he much... marry one of their sisters? He,
0: yeah, he married Bret Hart's sister.
1: Mm. Yeah he been fucking your sister, Brett. Ooh. And you're going to be homies with him? On the-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, British Bulldogs won. They got the championship.
1: Yeah. And then I, I wrote um, down at the bottom of this match, Ozzy is Fubar.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can tell when he gets in the ring to celebrate.
1: Ozzy was partying.
0: It is bad.
1: <laughs> so now we move to L.A. Yeah, L.A., the and Los once, Angeles
0: Memorial Sports Arena.
1: Once again, the audio is all oh, over the incredible. fucking place.
0: The, the other thing about this, about the Los Angeles... And I noticed it during the very first match, which is Ricky Steamboat versus Hercules Hernandez. There is nobody in the audience, hardly. They've got all the lights around, like, dimmed, so you can only see the first few rows. And even those are very This was 1986
1: in L.A. Nobody gave a fuck about wrestling in L.A. Nobody gave a shit about wrestling. No.
0: There was some heavy shit going on at the time. (laughs) Nobody cared about wrestling.
1: But we do get, on this one, our commentators are Jesse Ventura, Lord Alfred Hayes, And And Elvira, mistress of the dark,
0: who still, I am not even going to lie to this day, still gives me the biggest boner. Look, she was my sexual awakening, and I'm not ashamed of it. She set the tone for every woman I'm still into today.
1: USA up all night. night. That wasn't her. No, but that was she. That was Rhonda Shearer. But she was on there, uh, and she had a lot of those, like, she she was like a, a late night, uh, movie. Yeah, she host. hosted
0: she hosted a show that like showed like terrible old horror and sci-fi movies. Picture
1: gothic dolly Parton.
0: Yes. Perfect description. Huge tits,
1: <laughs> all tits.
0: All tits, big ass and she had like a valley girl accent. Yeah.
1: But, but her, she would, and she wore this black dress that was specifically cut down to like yeah, basically her it belly is the button, deepest V. Yeah, like yeah. the deepest of the V's. And
0: she had like a little like string tying it all together with a dagger through it.
1: Oh God damn it,
0: I, uh, dude! She trust was me, I have so studied hot. that
1: wardrobe. <laughs> I am. Like, I remember watching that movie so yes, many times. Yes, I made my mom re-rent it. Uh, dude, just so the many end times.
0: with the fucking tassels.
1: God damn it, uh, Elvira. She
0: she is my dream woman. I'm Elvira. not that Goddamn. song
1: was about her, right? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't now. know. I don't
0: know how Elvira went from like being like a like hot goth lady name to also some like redneck lady's name. Well, I
1: think that came first. It the, might the have. Redneck I don't know. One. I don't but, know.
0: Yeah, but yeah, Elvi- uh, I got so fucking excited because they cut to just a little promo with them. And they're outside the ring, and I just kind—I was halfway paying attention, and I just saw Elvira, and I was like, "Fucking yeah!"
1: You're like, "It's Elvira and two guys <laughs> I've never seen before." I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's Elvira. This is the greatest night of my life. And then I realized how well I knew her as a child because uh, when just when she's talking, I—it's it, that voice. Yeah, I like oh, I know her voice girl, so yeah, like, well, so well. Elvira, and then is the fucking best. Things moved around in my pants a little. Yeah. And, I'm going to uh, make. I'm going to make. I had to turn it off. Yeah. I'm
0: going to make a separate show, an, an Elvira cast, where I just talk about Elvira oh,
1: for this, an hour every week. We'll just get all the footage we can of her yes. and just break it all yeah, down. That's it. Oh, I love it. Um, I wrote down that Hercules Hernandez kind of looks like Ogre from the nerd he movies. Does. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hercules
0: Hernandez, uh, he should have had a fight with Signorte. 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 Uh, now, Hercules, no, Hercules. but I he don't... had a fight with Dick Blood. Yeah, Dick Blood. That's Ricky Steamboat. We talked about this. <laughs> Real name last Richard week. Blood. R- Richard Dick Blood. Which why I still don't understand. That is your shoot name. That's why your would you change your wrestling name, name to Ricky Steamboat
1: uh, uh. or Ricky? Uh, Ario <laughs> Speed, Ricky Speedwagon, <laughs> Ricky Speedwagon, R-E-O Steamboat, R-E-O Steamboat, Fucking, and Ricky Speedwagon.
0: Yeah, I was very disappointed in this match because I really loved the shit out of Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, and this match was boring as fuck.
1: Uh, Hercules has like that classic pale white guy skin that's yeah. like so pale that it just turns red when you touch it, <laughs> yeah. or like it's 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 pale and then it's red and then you you slap it and then it's like. Uh, like hypercolor, yeah. for a minute. It's yeah. real weird. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I, at this point, this is kind of when I realized that the arena was just empty. Oh yeah. And I'm pretty sure they were adding in audience sounds because every cheer from the audience during the match sounded exactly the same. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they were pumping in fake cheers.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. No, they were like, "Can we get some of that audio from New York?" <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, Ricky Steamboat versus Hercules. Classic, uh, classic cross body splash. Yeah, great move. Yeah,
0: and fucking Steamboat does it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kind of a nothing match though, just pretty right. boring. Audience, obviously, the ones that were there, the three of them, weren't that into it.
1: <laughs> and then I wrote down after this match. I wrote after a super awkward cut. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. It goes from I don't Elvira. Know what happened. Elvira says something that I'm almost 100% was like her eliciting a response from someone else. Yeah. And then it just cuts the fuck off. Yeah. And then goes to something else. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad.
0: It's weird. It's very
1: weird. And then we go to the worst match. Uh, yeah. This is going to be, I think, where we start our list of candidates for the uh, coveted trophy of... Worst character ever. Worst. Worst character ever. So we're going to start a list. I'm actually going to grab my yeah, uh, Here, I got a pen. Perfect. And we're going to start in the back of this notebook that I have for my notes. We're going to start our worst character ever list. And we're going to. Number one. Okay. Here we go.
0: Adrian Adonis.
1: How do you spell it?
0: Uh, A-D-R-I-A-N. Uh-huh. A-D-O-N-I-S.
1: Got it. Now, they I'm call gonna, him the adorable one.
0: I'm going to try
1: to describe this gimmick. Um, I, can't, I couldn't figure out if it's offensive to gays, women, or both. So here's, here's the thing about this gimmick. They're,
0: they're, so in Mexican Lucha Libre, there's two main. There's the Technicos and the Rudos. The Technicos are the, heel, or the, the, the baby faces. The Rudos are the bad guys. But there was also another very important subgroup called the Exoticos which is what Adrian exotic Adonis hoes? Is. exotic code I know I'm yeah. you. That <laughs> <was buggy>. uh, <laughs> uh and it was very much that they're they're very they're basically uh very effeminate male prostitutes Oy. i'm not really sure how to describe it if you i urge you to look up a picture or some videos of Adrian Adonis because there's no way we can describe him no. accurately no it's... but i think he comes from that that type of that mexican lucha libre Oh man, Exotico, because that's the only that's the only. What's way his I real name? Uh, his real name is Keith Frank Jr. Jesus Christ, yeah. Keith Frank Jr. Uh, first of all,
1: you got two first names,
0: right? Uh, oh damn, I didn't know. Shit, he died in in eighty eight. Oh, so just a he couple of years after this,
1: he is knocking on death's door in this oh, match. Man,
0: he was thirty three. God, and he looks like he's fifty.
1: Yeah, he really does. He comes out. He's wearing like basically a muumu.
0: Yeah. And he's got full on like crazy makeup.
1: person makeup. Yeah,
0: lipstick,
1: fucking the blue lipstick eyeshadow. that's like going all over his cheek. Yeah, the eye shadow, only on one eye, so it looks like a black eye almost. Yeah, yeah. And it's like all the way to the top of the eyebrow, down to the bottom of the you know very bottom of the cheek yeah. line. Like really, so really insane. Got it. And coming out and like doing really effeminate hand gestures yeah. and waving at the audience and just being super flamboyant. And I'm like. Is he supposed to be gay, or is he supposed to be a woman? He's obviously,
0: I think, supposed to be gay. Right, but... But that but see, that's the thing. That's the whole, like, being gay in the 80s... They missed the fucking
1: mark. They didn't know what being gay right, was. Right, right, but They the still 80s, thought being gay was just, you put on women's exactly, panties. Exactly,
0: exactly. Gay <laughs> and in the dance 80s... Dance around in your Gay mama's. in the 80s was still very, like, taboo... And it was all like yeah. you know the AIDS scale. Well, and, and especially this is
1: like Vince McMahon, the jockiest exactly. of the jocks. Exactly. That's like man, all I know about gays is they like to put on panties <laughs> and dance around yeah. on their mom's bed.
0: Who to this day, like I think that he still has that same mindset.
1: Oh, for sure, like
0: without a doubt. Yeah, uh, I just read this though. I'm reading about Adrian Adonis. Uh, it said in the late '70s when he, he started in '74, in '79 he adopted the ring name Adrian Adonis and a character of a brawling leather-clad jacket, leather leather jacket-clad biker. Which is the exact opposite opposite of, of what the gimmick we got has in WrestleMania Two. Same name, but completely other end of the spectrum.
1: Wow. So, uh, yeah, Adrian Adonis was. was that's yeah, was he's real definitely gross. Real gross. <laughs> Came made out with me
0: really uncomfortable to watch. Well, and, it and made he me, tries to kiss everybody. I
1: didn't like it mostly because I didn't know what to be offended by. I was just offended by the whole thing. Like, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. But I'm like, uh, which part of my senses are, are being offended here? <laughs> yeah. And do I have the right to even be offended on behalf of these yeah, people? I don't. Uh, it was terrible. But he comes out with Jimmy Hart, yeah. which I'm like, Jimmy, what are you doing? Uh, uh, and then he's fighting, uh, which oddly enough, this match features our first two entries yeah. into the the category Number of worst one, character Adamus. ever. Number one, Number two, Uncle Elmer. Uncle Elmer. Yep. Picture... Redneck Super Mario picture. Yeah. He's got a red yes. shirt yes. with blue overalls that are cut into shorts, and but his face kind of looks like uh, fatter Rob Reiner. Yeah, he looks a little bit like a giant. Yeah, a giant Redneck Super Mario Rob Reiner. <laughs> um, and he is struggling. Yeah, his body does not. It is not want to do stuff. He is
0: not made for wrestling.
1: Somehow o- he did it. How old was he? Do you have him pulled up? How yeah. old was he at this point in 86?
0: Um, he was born in 37.
1: 30.
0: I'm not good at math. You're going to have to do 30, this.
1: 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. So he was 51? Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. He died in 92.
1: Wait, he was born in 37? Yeah. Oh, so he was 49. 49, okay. 49, looks 68. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is very much gray, uh, bald on top, big bushy beard. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, his name his real name is Stanley Fraser. Uh, Stanley Fraser Stanley
1: Fraser, uh, aka Uncle Elmer.
0: He is best known for his appearance in the World Wrestling Federation as Uncle Elmer from nineteen eighty five to nineteen eighty six. Oof. One year.
1: Ugh. What did he do before wrestling? Uh
0: he wrestled
1: oh, like just, all over. He was okay. just only in, in the WWF. Yeah. At the tail end of his career.
0: Uh, he was a member of the stable named the Hillbillies, which also include, obviously, Hillbilly Jim, Cousin Junior, Hill and Billy Cousin Jim, Luke.
1: Hillbilly Jim, dude. Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim is awesome. Was jacked. Dude
0: is fucking huge.
1: Like, his physique is insane. He,
0: like, he looks like if Arnold Schwarzenegger, like 80s Terminator Arnold Schwarzenegger, wore overalls and grew a big beard. <laughs> That's exactly what he looks like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, yeah. If he had a different gimmick, he could have been so much more intimidating. Yeah. But they were like, nope, we're going to make you like that guy from the Chuck E. Cheese band. Yeah. The Hillbillies
0: gimmick was that of simple-minded country folk Ooh. who performed square dances in the ring, with Uncle Elmer, Uncle Elmer perpetually eating from an enormous bucket labeled Uncle Elmer's fried pig parts. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And I bet it
1: was just a bucket oh, yeah. of fucking fried yeah. pig pieces. Yeah.
0: I remember little bits of that, seeing it in clips. and like oh, Gross.
1: Jesus Christ. And so you know it's like all dripping on his fucking beard and shit. Yeah. (sighs) And then some other poor man has to touch him in the ring. (laughs) I often found myself feeling sorry for certain wrestlers for having to touch other wrestlers. Yeah. Where I'm like, man, like remember uh, Bastion Booger? Oh, my God. We'll we'll get to him in the 90s.
0: So this match was also the second shortest match on the card. So Uh, short. Yeah, which was uh, the only one shorter was Fabulous Moolah and uh, Velvet McIntyre's
1: titty. (laughs) <laughs> i wrote um, on I wrote on this adonis wins dot 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 i think yeah, I think yeah. was too busy barfing <laughs>
2: yeah
1: uh i don't honestly i don't remember
0: <laughs> like i at this point, I was kind of already out of it
1: no he d- he did win, I do remember that, yeah, because I remember watching Elmer leave the ring post loss yes, and it was it made me real sad
0: I just don't <laughs> remember how i think he just won with a roll up
1: I think it was something yeah, pretty. yeah it was super boring,
0: yeah,
1: super boring, yeah. Uh, don't understand why that made it to WrestleMania. Me
0: neither, and especially like that late on the card. I could understand For if they sure. were the curtain jerkers, but
1: <laughs> I'm so in love with that. <laughs> it's phrase. a great term. <laughs> so in love um, with that.
0: Okay, so we move on from that. Yes, thank uh, God. The uh,
1: uh,
0: uh, semi-main event,
1: which is not the tag team championship. No, just a tag match. Yeah,
0: it's 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 the the Terry Funk, the Funk Brothers. Terry and who... Terry and Haas Funk. Haas Funk, who was... I don't know why he was going by Haas at this point.
1: He's Dory Funk Jr. Dory Funk Jr. Uh, who, fucking phenomenal. Who I wrote down... Uh, he has... He's balding, yet somehow still has the haircut of a small boy. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. like So he's balding on top, but the rest of his hair looks like a child's haircut. Yeah. Um, and then Terry Funk, who you might remember as... One of the bodyguards in Over the Top.
0: Yes, and also just being the craziest old man ever. Oh, yeah. It's always weird for me to see Terry Funk back then when he was still doing like the cowboy funk gimmick Uh because when I first started watching wrestling... In the 90s, in the Attitude Era, that was when he was doing the crazy Japanese deathmatch shit and oh, teaming yeah, yeah, with yeah. Mick Foley and doing all the hardcore shit. the extreme,
1: shit. yeah, hardcore stuff.
0: And he's still, to this day, motherfuckers in his 70s, and he's still doing, like, hardcore matches.
1: That's fucked up.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think... <laughs> I need to look up Dory real quick, because I think Dory died.
1: Okay. While well, you do that, it's, uh, it's the Funk Brothers with Jimmy Hart, and uh, so Jimmy Hart's got two straight matches... One with the Funks, awesome, yeah. and yeah. one with uh, Adrian Adonis, <laughs> for not some so reason. Awesome. Yeah. And they are facing Tito Santana and the Junkyard Dog, Dog. JYD. And you Grab them cakes, them cakes is in full effect. Still the greatest theme song of all time. Uh, yeah, if you didn't listen to WrestleMania 1, number one, go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. But then go and specifically listen to Grab Them Cakes by Junkyard Dog. It was his entrance music, it's fucking and it's amazing. so amazing. You know it's a song that he and Vince McMahon yeah. wrote where they were like, let's make up some slang. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is obvious, obviously about sexual assault. Oh,
0: yeah. Grab them cakes.
1: Just grab them cakes. My favorite part. G-R-A-B-T-H-E-M-C-A-K-E-S. He
0: literally Boom. spells out the entirety of I love it so much. The whole
1: phrase. Grab, I love them, it. Cakes. grab them cakes. Grab them cakes. Grab them cakes. Uh, uh, I wrote down that Tito Santana, at this point in his career, had Seinfeld hair. He did. He looked like Spanish Seinfeld.
0: There, the, I, man, <laughs> we could do a whole other podcast about this show, just about the way, all the terrible people's hair. Oh, that, and the, the 80s and hair. The
1: evolution of their hair. Yeah. That's one of the things that I think that I'm bringing to the table here, <laughs> is that I'm, I'm noticing all of those things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and I have you for the more technical aspects <laughs> right. of the wrestling. Um <laughs> Which I'm getting better at now that yeah. I've watched a bunch of it on purpose again, uh, knowing like <laughs> who's good for what reasons right. now. Right. You know what I mean? Now that now that as an adult and looking from the outside of the kayfabe, yeah, and and seeing looking like, at it just
0: in terms of ability, right? Yeah. And
1: who's good for what reasons? Who can make other people look better than they are? Exactly. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh, that match, uh, it was okay.
1: Oh, here we go. This was the first uh, Elvira. Yeah. Uh, Elvira makes a comment about how they keep grabbing each other by their trunks. Yeah. So she's like, I hope their trunks are strong. I hope they don't fall off. <laughs> to which Jesse Ventura replies, well, then you'd get yourself a real show, huh, Elvira? Uh You know, because then their dicks would be flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would just be like a bunch of like sweaty dudes with floppy dicks. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she makes several she gets into it several references to dicks yeah. throughout the rest of the uh broadcast yeah
0: uh yeah especially in the next match coming up because yeah um uh
1: yeah this one uh the funks won yep oh i kept th- I, so junkyard dog on the back of his trunks on his across his buttocks thump says thump yeah uh, I kept thinking it said Trump. <laughs> just because now when I see those letters combined yeah. and the H and R are very similar That's in their true. shape and it's the same like color scheme except the white
0: the white tights and then just the red thumb, Red lettering
1: it yeah. says thump. So I kept thinking it said Trump and getting real weirded out.
0: I mean in the eighties like, now is that
1: black guy got Trump on his butt.
0: <laughs> like eighties
1: Trump I don't think was 80s Trump was liberal as fuck. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Was like all about the Clintons and pro-choice and yeah. All right. We got to get a political thing. But Um, look up WWF era Trump (laughs) saying things political. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So this one uh, ends with a classic Jimmy Hart's megaphone coming into play. Yep. Someone gets clocked with the megaphone, which you can only fake so much of that. (laughs) Right. um, Because it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and one of the things I've learned is that, you know, a lot of these things that they're doing, they really are taking a brunt of the, the impact oh, yeah. of some of these things. Oh, yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's the thing I'll always defend. Like, you can't uh, fake, so, yeah, you, can't you can't fake, fake, fake landing stuff.
1: on your back from the top exactly. rope. Exactly. You know what I mean? And even You like, can't fake being thrown over the top rope onto concrete.
0: And I'll even say, like, as, as someone who wrestled themselves, like, it, you can fake certain punches. But there's some stuff like in the heat of the moment, you're gonna get punched in the face a lot. Hard, yeah, <laughs> hard and a lot. I th- my Dude, very first match, I got a tooth knocked loose.
1: A perfect example of what some of the stuff that they'll actually take. Just watch any Ric Flair match. Oh my god! And watch him chop people in the oh, chest. Oh, Those chops! Now he's pretending to actually like karate chop them, but what he's actually doing is right at the very end, flat. he turns and he bare hands slaps Makes a their nice chest. Sound. And yeah. he does it as hard as yeah. he possibly can. So I and trained, it's so fucking loud. And it leaves huge yeah. red marks. I, <laughs>
0: trained, I trained to wrestle for six months. Uh, in that six months, we started off learning how to lock up and do the basic stuff. Then we learned how to bump, which is how to, how, how, yeah, how to fall properly. Learned how to hit the ropes. Learned how to do the advanced stuff. I didn't take a chop. They saved chops. Until like the last month, because they are the most painful fucking thing. I imagine it would make people quit. Ho- yeah, I almost did, honestly, because they had us all as trainees, and they're like, "Okay, you guys got to get your chops." Now and I'm gonna, gonna slap no. the piss out of your chest a hundred fucking yeah, times, and it fucking sucked. That's I made the Watch- decision right then. I had this whole idea in my mind of like what my gimmick was going to be, and I was going to wear a singlet and shit. But I decided after the chops, I'm like, I'm wearing a fucking t shirt. I'll rip the sleeves off. I'll make it look good, but I'm not leaving an exposed chest. For <laughs> yeah. That shit. You're not getting hand
1: on skin. Yeah. Fucker. No
0: fucking way. And even with the shirt, they still fucking hurt.
1: Yeah. What? But Ric Flair, I think, was the best at that.
0: Oh, yeah. He. Dude, the chops are so. To this day, when people chop, it, it gets a woo. From the audience,
1: right? Because yeah. that's Flair.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh
1: man, I can't wait to get to Ric Flair. Man, oh, so fucking uh, good. he spent a long time in WCW, so we don't get Ric Flair until yeah. the nineties. Well,
0: yeah. What? So he had he went back we'll get and into forth. it. Yeah, because yeah. he, he he was he was one of this the main show, guys. Of course, yeah.
1: named after one of his classic phrases. Yes,
0: he was one of the main guys in uh, NWA, which got bought out and became WCW. WCW. And then he came to WWF, and then back and forth. Yeah, back and that's forward. whole thing. But yeah, yeah, like he. But he's the fucking best. Yeah, Styling and profile. God Space damn it, Mountain, he's so good, so fucking good. He's,
1: he was one of the ultimate best at taking the beating. Yes, like he can get beat up better Dude. than so many other people.
0: Yeah my my favorite match of all time, uh, it was in I think eighty five. It was him and Dusty Rhodes for the NWA Ooh. Tag Team cha- or not Tag Team uh, Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. And it is just the most, one of the most brutal matches because they just beat the piss out of each other. Because they're R- both
1: hard yeah, as fuck.
0: Yeah, and Ric Flair does one of my favorite spots that he does a lot where he'll be on the top <clears throat> rope going for a crossbody or something, but then he never hits it. Somebody yeah. always comes up and throws him off, and he lands so perfectly. It's beautiful.
1: Oh, watch, yeah, watching him take those rolls yeah. off the, oh man. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 Ric Flair, the toughest Human being oh ever God. to walk out to the ring wearing feathers.
0: Yes, yes.
1: I mean, fucking a.
0: And just if you just want to waste hours watching like great promos, just look up Ric Flair promos. Oh man,
1: so good. Uh I'm. A, I need to get a good clip of st- of him saying style. Yeah. On the profile.
0: I want to get like a woo for the intro. Woo,
1: woo. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're gonna have several intros yeah. to this yeah. show. Um. So now we go to a uh, mm. a, a really fun. <laughs> A really fun promo. (laughs) (laughs) Where they're giving us a little bit of the backstory on the Hogan uh, the main event is Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy in a steel cage. The old blue cage. Yeah, the old school blue cage where all you had to do was either walk out the front fucking door (laughs) or climb over the top.
0: And it was only like seven feet maybe eight feet like it's really not that high yeah
1: i mean it was it was maybe three more feet over the top turnbuckle. yeah yeah um but they go they give us some background Um uh, basically uh king kong bundy and uh bobby the brain heenan yeah uh pearl harbored hulk hogan <laughs> to quote gorilla monsoon yeah. hit him they hit pearl him, from behind. him uh, from behind into the turnbuckles multiple times with the classic King Kong Bundy splash yep. um corner splash injuring his ribs and back. So then we see Hulk Hogan in his private weight room. Mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me with a doctor and Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> and he's getting interviewed and he's got like all these bandages and he's like at first he's doing like um you know like back lifts where it's yeah. like just bending at the waist just and lifting showing, up. Yeah. And then but then he moves on to they take a fucking hundred pound uh dumbbell, just one that you would use with one hand, yeah, and literally hang it from a chain yeah around his neck very dangerously yeah. and awkwardly yeah he 's literally holding it up from falling onto onto his fucking toes, yeah like by just his posture, so he 's standing up very straight and i 'm doing it with a microphone to show <laughs> you guys yeah and he so then he he proceeds to do the fakest fucking uh Chin-ups. Yeah. The, it's like... It's um, just sort
0: of leaning back.
1: Well, what he's doing is you can tell he stands up onto something yeah. like a milk crate or yeah. something. And so he's just lifting himself up because his chin never reaches more than four no, inches away from the bar. Like like he's he's going toes. four inches under the bar yeah. every time. Yeah. And then he very, very, very gingerly steps back and away from it. <laughs> yeah. And someone tries to take the weight off. And that's when you can tell how dangerous it is because yeah. he's it's like, I got it, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, was... What are they doing? <laughs> oh, I wish it would have fucking fallen and broken oh his my foot. God,
2: that would have been so
0: How good. great would Imagine that have Imagine if that had been the end of Hulkamania. Yeah, He, he breaks his foot, his momentum his dies, yeah. and he just never comes. The 80s would have been completely <laughs> so different. different. <laughs> yeah. So different.
1: Oh, man, that's a fucked up thought. Right? To just imagine
0: the 80s and 90s well, without Hulk Hogan. And we'll, we'll get into it, but like the 90s, so the Attitude Era was made. You think of the Attitude Era in the WWF, you think of two main people, The Rock and Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold got where he was because Owen Hart accidentally broke his neck in a match. And died. Well, that, that was later. Uh, oh he, yeah, 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 that's right. No, but he broke. No, his, Owen Hart broke oh, Steve Austin's so, yeah, neck. Yeah, Owen Hart, I thought you
1: were saying oh, Owen Hart broke Owen no, no, Hart's no, 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 neck, no, no, no. and I was like, first off, he didn't really do it. <laughs> no, it. Yeah, it was an accident.
0: No, there was a match with him and Stone Cold, and he accidentally broke Stone Cold's neck, which caused the trajectory Stone Cold's momentum to die, and they had to go a new trajectory, which gave him a fight with the Hart Foundation because he wanted revenge for you know Owen Hart and everything. That led up to his famous match against Bret Hart, which was really the catalyst of the Attitude Era. Yeah. And because of that, like, you can find this certain trajectory. If he hadn't broken his neck, the Attitude Era would never have probably happened. Crazy. It's a really weird thing to think about, yeah.
1: Wow. So, uh, what did that have to do with Hogan?
0: Uh, if he had broken his foot, it might have been completely different. Oh, none of that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Bret Hart probably would have been bigger.
0: Ugh, boo.
1: We probably, we would have had more Macho Man. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, that's so crazy. It's to think. weird. Yeah, like Hulk Hogan was that important yeah. to the WWE? Because there was
0: a lot of really popular. I mean, you had Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Andre the Giant, Ted DiBiase. But you uh, got to think none of them are none on none the of level. them were that. Yeah, like none of them. Ho- or uh, uh, Macho got close. He got pretty close, but you're but right. he could never branch out to like the mainstream like Hulk did.
1: Yeah, Hulk was in movies, which I still was, kind of don't understand how he managed to do it. I know he's, not, he's not a fucking good actor. Terrible. He's not. Yeah. Oh, he was my goddamn hero as a kid, but man, as an adult, fuck off. I always
0: off. hated him. I could never. Really?
1: Oh, I was obsessed with Hulk Hogan yeah. on an unhealthy level as I a I think child.
0: But you started watching in the 80s. I did. When he was. Hulkamania was yeah, still running wild. Hulkamania was running very wild. Yeah, when I first started watching wrestling, it was after he already had defected to WCW. And so when he came back over to the WWF, I was like, who's this old fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so. So we go from from that to a, a promo with uh, Jesse Ventura interviewing King Kong Bundy, mm-hmm. and this is the first time I realized that King Kong Bundy has no eyebrows. Yeah.
0: No, completely bald.
1: Like, he has Everywhere. eyelashes... And that's it. That's the yeah. only hair on his entirety of yeah, his body.
0: completely gone.
1: So he is like um, the Sid Barrett part in The Wall <laughs> where, where he shaves off everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was super weird. It kind of weirded me out. Every, anytime I see somebody who's either either don't have eyebrows or have shaved them off, it's slightly off-putting yeah. to me. And, and I it, don't
0: know. Because
1: I, I don't know whether it's because they're sick.
0: See that's the
2: thing.
1: To or because day, they did it on purpose. To
0: this day, like I was watching a shoot interview with King Kong Bundy that was just from a couple of years ago, and he still doesn't have eyebrows. So I don't know if he has like alopecia or what.
1: What? Yeah, that's where you just it just it doesn't grows. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look that up real quick. Yeah, do that. Yeah. King Kong Bundy. <laughs> um, so then I also wrote down What's that. What's wrong with King Kong Bundy? So they say they have to reinforce the, the cage because of how big King Kong Bundy is. Yeah. Which all they do is wrap red straps around some of the corners. <laughs> yeah. That's how they reinforce the That's reinforcing cage. the cage. I was like, it looks like thick shoelaces <laughs> that they just tied in knots around yeah. a couple of the corners. Yeah. Um, so this one, we have another guest ring announcer. It is uh, baseball legend uh, Tommy Lasorda. Who uh, whose face and voice I recognize eternally from my childhood I no of, idea who he was. of watching baseball. Um, I'm a huge baseball fan, so Tommy Lasorda was all over the place. Uh, he yeah. was the L.A. Dodgers manager forever and ever and uh, won a shit ton of games. Okay. So then we have guest timekeeper uh, Ricky Schroeder, um, <laughs> and I wrote in parentheses, still a child, so that people could reference what they'd be able to know what, Ricky Schroeder, we're talking yeah. about. So because the, the child Ricky Schroeder was innocent, <laughs> and you know, and then he became an adult. And look it up.
2: The
0: announcer too, <laughs> when he pronounces his name, he says, "I, I guarantee he says Ricky Shredder."
2: Nice. Which would I need all, to watch it back. Yeah.
0: So that would be a cool wrestling name. But instantly, it just made me think of Ricky Schroeder as the teenage as mutant Ninja turtles villain. Ricky yeah. Shredder. Ricky Shredder. From
1: silver teenage mutant silver spoons. <laughs> uh, and then the guest referee is uh Robert Conrad. No idea who he is. Uh Robert Conrad's a classic actor. Okay. Uh from like way before the wrestling got famous. <laughs> yeah. So it it's it's the equivalent of going out and getting like um John Wayne. Okay. You know, right? like a big name that was a big a long time right.
0: ago. Right. Okay.
1: Or like okay. Robert Blake. <laughs>
0: He's really picking bad people here.
1: Well, for different reasons. Yeah, Because yeah. one's a fucking murderer. Look that <laughs> shit up. Uh, opinion's like a holes episode six, maybe. I don't know. Nice. Look it up.
0: Uh, okay, so yeah, the main event. This is all leading up to Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy in the steel cage. Honestly, like I went into it because it's Hulk Hogan and it's fucking he's dog shit. So I went into it thinking it was going to be a terrible match, but I actually really good. enjoyed it. Yeah, it Hulk was really Hogan's good. better than you think. No, he's not. Fuck
1: you! You know, actually, you that's going to be our really biggest fight on the show. You know what's really interesting? What
0: in the late '80s and early '90s, WWF had a uh, a thing going with New Japan Pro Wrestling (NJPW) where they would trade superstars back and forth. And if you look up matches of Hogan wrestling in Japan, he is. A completely different style. Like, he actually is a legitimately amazing wrestler. Yeah. Because the Japanese audience, the American audience, is all about the flash and the colors and the show. The Japanese audience is all about the actual wrestling. So if you look at these videos of Hogan in NJPW, it's insane. It's not Hulk Hogan. It's weird as shit. Is, is this
1: is pre WWF. No,
0: no. This is this is like late eighties, early nineties. Oh, okay. And he's he's Hulk Hogan. He was doing
1: it at the same time. Same
0: time because they had this this deal where they would trade people back and forth. Oh, wow. So like a lot of like the big NJPW guys like uh, um uh, Misawa uh-huh. and uh, 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 Antonio Inoki and uh, uh, uh what's that other guy's name? not uh, whatever. Uh, Mister Fuji. No, no, Mister Fuji. Uh, <laughs> I think he was Filipino. No, but they would trade people Mr. back Fuji and forth. Mr. Fuji was Filipino? I think so.
1: But <laughs> he actually looked Japanese. I'll give he might have
0: been. Uh,
1: you know who wasn't?
0: Joko Zuna. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Samoan. can to get to that. He was Samoan. A
1: Samoan from San
0: Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, if you look up videos of Hogan and NJPW, it's insane. I'm gonna. And he didn't even use the same finisher because the leg drop
1: is bullshit. Is
0: bullshit. in the NJPW, the Japanese crowd... Do- the leg drop doesn't mean anything, so he used a move called an axe bomber, which is a crooked lariat. Because, because of Stan Hansen going there in the late 70s and early 80s, the lariat is the most powerful and respected move in Japanese
1: wrestling. Stan Hansen just does not sound like a wrestler. Dude,
0: Stan Hansen is the greatest wrestler but, I mean, of all like, time. That's not a
1: get a name. Or well, a, well, yeah. You know what I mean? Stan? Stan. Not very intimidating. But it's Stan the lariat Hansen. The Larry, it's cool, but you yeah. still gotta you gotta bookend it with a different name. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially like Stan Hand, like that repeated syllabic Stan pattern Han. is a little yeah. Stan Hand, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go: uh, Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy. I wrote down that I thought Bundy was taller. I remember him. He's his image. I guess my image of him from childhood, he seemed much bigger to me. Yeah, he's billed, as a child.
0: he's billed at I think six six or six seven.
1: And Hulk Hogan was like six. Yeah, six. Hulk Hogan is so six, like six, the six same, as fucking well. yeah.
0: but Bundy's just fucking he's a mountain, he's super wide. Yeah,
2: huge.
1: He's a hefty, he's King Kong. He's a hefty gentleman. Yeah. Uh he's, yeah. he's King Kong. Uh, I wrote down on here uh this is where I wrote down Elvira is dick crazy. Yes. Oh my god. She's making all sorts of dick references about wanting to see Hogan's dick. Yeah. Wanting to see hot dog Hogan's hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, hey, does your dick look as much like a hot dog as the rest of your body? God damn it. Uh at one point It I, does, I've seen the video. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have ate so much sushi. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, This is where I wrote down uh, where Mean Gene, or not Mean Gene, Lord Alfred uh, misuses a a common phrase, which is where uh, at one point Bundy choked out Hogan with his bandages. Yeah. And then later on, Hogan took his own bandages and choked out Bundy and... Elvira was like, can he do that? Blah, blah, blah. And Lord Alfred Hayes says, what's good for the goose is good for the gander." Yeah, what does that mean? The, what that means is like what's good for the husband is good for the wife. Right. That doesn't relate <laughs> at all to what mean just happened. If somebody it doesn't chokes mean, you, you can choke them back. I just wrote down that doesn't yeah. mean if you choked him, he can choke you yeah, back. That's
0: eye for an eye. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, you kind of swung and missed there, Lord that, Alfred. Though,
0: that, though, uh, does bring me into my favorite thing about 80s wrestling is the weak-ass attempt at selling an injury. Because oh, before yeah. this, uh, King Kong Bundy in kayfabe broke Hulk Hogan's ribs with a corner body splash. So for this match, because Hulk Hogan's not 100% and his ribs are still broke, he comes
1: out to the ring just sort of lightly wrapped with gauze. It's, it's not even gauze. It's like um, like the, the really flexible athletic tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's not even a real bandage and that's supposed to like keep his ribs from like stabbing him in the chest.
1: That as a kid that made me think that that's how a doctor would treat broken <laughs> right. ribs.
0: Yeah, but no, if you got broken ribs, you're not getting out of bed. No, you're not moving
1: any yeah. fucking way. But
0: he just comes to the ring and doesn't even sell They the can't rib put it injury. in the cast. They just yeah. go,
1: "Don't move for <laughs> yeah. 6 weeks."
0: He d- he doesn't even sell the rib injury. He's just wrapped up, but he still wrestles and moves like normal.
1: Oh yeah. There's no limping, there's no, no nursing. He or... doesn't
0: like Bundy doesn't hit him and he grabs his chest and goes oh my god my ribs nothing it's exactly <laughs> the same
1: omg my ribbies <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh hogan the, this is one of the things that drove me nuts about the classic cage was that throughout the match bundy just continually opens the door yeah and tries to walk out which he has to really milk not being able <laughs> yeah, to get like out. Yeah, he's got, like, really, like, ten seconds to lift one leg over. So that Hogan can get over there and pull him back <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. And it's like, God damn it, why didn't he ever once try and just climb it? That's so I much know. more convincing. And
0: there's, there's one point, too, where it's Hogan... It's easier to
1: make it look like it takes longer. Yeah,
0: there's one point where Hogan has him down, and he's like, climbs up the turnbuckle and sort of turns around and grabs grabs the cell. And I'm like, oh, he's going to climb out. Yeah. But then he just sort of jumps off the turnbuckle and hits bundy and it's like what the fuck
1: man well first he doing? like he like stands on the rope and like bounces yeah, him yeah, yeah, like yeah. pretending like it's choking him, yeah that's which right. you know if something's underneath your neck and you're just bouncing on that's top not gonna of it do anything. <laughs> now
0: later later i'll give him credit he does that same spot again but he puts his foot on the back of bundy's head yeah and that makes yeah, yeah that, that makes, makes it more sense yeah yeah
1: like he's curb checking him yeah. on the fucking ropes but then
0: bundy goes down and instead of just crawling the two feet over the cage, literally. He gets back down because yeah. the match
1: is not over yet. Right.
0: And because he wants to go out the front door.
1: Well, Bundy does. Yeah. Hogan, well, Hogan actually wins. To. Oh, yeah. But he wins yeah. by climbing out. Right. He, right. he body slams Bundy. And, uh, and just climbs the fuck Which out. Which, that's
0: also my uh, favorite part of the match, when he tries to body slam him the first time, and, and just he lifts falls him up, and he just falls backwards. Falls backwards, and a,
1: Bundy just lands on him. That's such a trust thing. It like, is, right? Like all, there's no I mean, way. Yeah. You're taking all of that move. All of that dude's weight yeah. onto your chest. Yeah. And possibly face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, oh, God. Some of those moves that they used for the fat guys.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, like you mentioned Bash and Booger earlier. That his was finisher. His finish.
1: No, his He's, finisher was he would just, he just drop his ass. down on. Yeah. No, he would drop, like. Yeah, his
0: crotch area. Just his cr-
1: yeah, basically yeah. he would teabag your fucking face <laughs> yeah. really hard. But yeah. he wore this outfit where uh, he had a lot of extra thigh look fat. Look it up.
0: Look up Bastion Booger. Um, it's so insane.
1: he basically had an extra ass yeah. falling out of his, the front of Dude his fucking trunks. Dude was, like,
0: trunks. at least 500 pounds.
1: Disgusting. Disgusting I mean, his man. His name was Bastion Booger. They could not give him a, a gimmick. And
0: like, the fucking his how? entrance music. His entrance music starts off with just this weird, creepy, like distorted voice going, "It's the Booger Man." Ugh. And then yeah, yeah, and then he comes out dressed like a
1: fucking sadistic BDSM I, clown. I know we're not going to get to him for quite a while, but right. I'm already writing him on worst <laughs> character <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah,
0: Bastion Booger. Oh, yeah. terrible! Although, terrible fucking character. And I don't know how they chose this, but his finisher that fucking dropped crotch to the face. The name of it was called Trip to the Bat Cave.
1: Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just threw up. Yeah, it's so fucking gross. gross so gross
0: now Bundy they used his sizes effectively because he would do that corner splash right and that would fuck you up that makes
1: that you know because then it kind of plays on your common sense you're like he weighs a lot of, of yeah. pounds yeah so you'd think if he threw all those pounds right. into your body and not only it that, would hurt a lot
0: you you not only is he hitting you you're also hitting the turnbuckle yeah because you're it's yeah. like
1: you're against the wall yeah but we know you're against a lot of stuffing <laughs> yeah that's non-toxic yeah
0: I will say, though, like that was when I was wrestling, that was one of my signature moves, that corner splash. Yeah. And I took it a couple of times from guys my size, and it does fucking hurt.
1: Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's mostly your back, right? Yeah, because they, they tell you in
0: order to take some of the impact off, you lean from the turnbuckle a little bit. That way, when they hit you, you both hit the turnbuckle at the same time, because otherwise, it's just yeah. a big, hard hit. It's but just it's a head on collision. Yeah, it still fucking hurts.
1: <laughs> I bet. I yeah. bet you bump knees and shit a lot, oh, yeah. probably. Yeah. Ugh, just two people throwing their bodies into yeah. each other—it's dangerous, folks. It's I'd really, dangerous. I'd really
0: try and sell it though. Like I would fucking like jump and like really try yeah. and get into it. Yeah. too. to get yeah. it. make a splash—the yeah.
1: Stinger splash. That's
0: how I kind of did it. I do the jump and yeah,
1: the fat guy Stinger splash. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. The Stinger cannonball. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us that's to the it. end of WrestleMania, WrestleMania two. two. Hulk Hogan is still world champion. Definitely. Evil has been thwarted once again uh usa has defeated all comers yeah and patriotism is awesome usa is WWF forever yeah
0: uh yeah next week uh this is a uh we're gonna do it's not a wrestlemania this is the first non-wrestlemania pay-per-view WWF the the big big event event. yeah so we're gonna be watching that next week and uh hope you guys tune
1: in we'll see you then guys and don't forget to check out channel four and a half.com and all the other shows we got going on there Check out Channel 4.5 Radio and all that fun stuff, too. Uh, We'll see you for WWF The Big Event 1986. Adios.